Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday, the 2nd of July, 2023. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. In an always pleasant temperature. <laughs> and Robert Kent. Somehow for July. <laughs> Actually close and regular. <laughs> well, it's not that close, either. It's, it's a little bit close. Well, in here it is, because you didn't have the windows. <laughs> oh, no, but like it was... I don't know, the air's been thick for the last few days. Not today, though. It's yeah. totally fine out there. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's fairly fresh and nice temperature. Nice enough being outside. It's not Pretty as good. the BBC weather apps tried to tell everyone like eight degrees. What? What? <laughs> they had a software glitch apparently where it just it just told everyone that it was going to be like less than ten degrees over the entire country. Okay, that's mad. <laughs> I don't know what weather app to use now because Dark Sky was perfect and Apple fucking killed it. And I'm, I thought they would bring all the Dark Sky features into their you know, official iOS weather app or whatever built-in We talk one. about this every week. And like, <laughs> I don't think so. It's just annoying because it doesn't seem to, like, it takes like 10, 15 seconds to come up with the temperature when I open the app. It's so mm. annoying. Ah, oh, God damn it. All I need to know is, like, I'm, I'm literally sitting there waiting, like, do I need to bring the umbrella or not? Like, right, uh, yeah. Waiting for this thing to respond. Especially if it's on my watch when I have to, you have to hold your wrist up or whatever and it's like, come on, damn it. Oh, useless. Yeah, the um, as I say, I think I've, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've said, have said this before, but the Weather Channel source for that powers the Samsung app usually actually pretty good. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah. has a I, I, all that's what all I need is the temperature bar and the pr- chance of rain, and I'm good. How's your Microsoft yeah. presumably Bing bar on the PC? Oh, what the? Uh, oh, I've never never bloody used this. I should probably turn this off. The fact that the 19 <laughs> degrees mostly cloudly, then that then you hover over it and it gives you the 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 crappy news tiles that are nonsense. Most MSN, of the time. is it? Well, I don't even know. Whatever. Yeah, I guess it's MSN or whatever. I suppose it's Bing News now or something, something like mm. that. Do you want to know about the German Olympic chiefs that back a campaign to get Sharon Davis gold medal, whoever that is, or whatever that is? Anyway, big news. <laughs> Wasn't really How much, just about that. To is avoid the, the advertising that's in the operating system, like in Windows, like what? can you turn it off? Or oh, I don't know. I'm still a Windows 10 user, and apparently that's not ah. not so bad there. And like I like see. 11 has a few of the sneaky like, oh, you should probably do this, <sighs> and and the less and the lessos less sneaky ones yeah it, I, i'm i agree that microsoft shouldn't be advertising in i know they they it's their right to it's their os and everyone kind of does it to some degree but it's getting a bit egregious now hmm. i don't think i've got any of that in my mac os or whatever it's like when um Dropbox like constantly like so i'm at, I'm at that level in my in my Dropbox account where i've actually got a couple of gigs spare still but it's like yeah. 13 out of the free 15 or, or something. Or, and it's but, like nudging you to get well, it, the pro. It constantly always. emails you every every week or something to say, oh, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to lose your content. You're going to start, stop, stop. Things are going to stop working. And I'm like, no, they're not. It's fine. Like it's going to, it's going to, it's going to remain working because I know how much space I'm using. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I've been being very annoyed by Photoshop adverts on YouTube this week. Photoshop? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're just advertising Photoshop. Out. Huh. What? What do? You, why do you think they're targeting you with that? I don't know. Well, I mean, technically, they're not targeting me because I don't have personalized ads turned on on my Google account. Oh, so, so it's generic ads. But I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, that's a super 
expensive, powerful program that's very well known. But I mean, it's still quite niche. Like, how many people actually need a Creative Cloud license, like, for the world? Like, well, that's sort of the problem, isn't it? I mean, that's definitely the problem with Photoshop now. There's no in. You yeah. Have, you have to go all in. Mm. Um, no, like, light way to Photoshop anymore. The light way to Photoshop is to use something else, <laughs> yeah. like like GIMP. And, they, and that's a night. Well, GIMP yeah. is a powerful Gimp. bit of software, but it's a nightmare to actually use. Yeah. It's not um, easy to use, is it? No. I don't know why there isn't some middle, mid-weight, easy-to-use photo I mean, I guess manipulation software. Oh, I, bet, I guess that's Coral, right? Coral is still about. How does that still exist, Coral? Yeah. So what did happen to our beloved PaintShop Pro? Did that get bought into Coral? Yeah, Coral. Well, Coral bought oh. out, uh, was it Jask? Was that, was that yeah. the company behind it? Um, something like that. Um, yeah, Coral oh, yeah, bought Coral, them, yeah. and they they ran it for a while as Coral Paint Shop Pro, alongside mm. Cor- Coral Draw and the other. They were there. There are there, so the two coexisted for a while, and then they brought them together. And I don't. I don't actually have no idea what the suite is like these days, and if there's a a do it all paint package and photo manipulation package like Photoshop is. You know, Photoshop's kind of a mm. do everything. As long as it's not precise publication design or vector graphics app, that's what Photoshop is for. But hmm. it's funny it doesn't have any obvious rivals. Photoshop for its core, mm. you know, even commercial rivals. Like, yeah, it's funny because you they yeah, like, pair. You know, I think about the video editing space, and there there's always been rivals in that space, mm. right? That have been, you know, yeah. F- Final Cut may not be such of a thing anymore, but like. You know, Premiere versus DaVinci is now the current fight, right? And it's... Sure. And Final Cut is still a thing. Like, it's not completely gone. Like, a... But it's just not as yeah. prominent as it once was. There was a, peri- no, there was a period where Final Cut was, was the thing. Was the thing, yeah. Um, yeah. Basically because of the power of the platform, right? It was, it had, because it had dedicated Mac Hard- hardware, hardware stuff, essentially yeah. for it. And it's, um, yeah, um, that's all over. Yeah. But yeah, no Which longer is a thing. But yeah, and it's good, and and DaVinci Free serves us pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's strange. Loads of people still use Sony Vegas, right? Is it well, not Sony Vegas? Someone Vegas? Is it Avid? I can't remember. That thing still exists as well. I don't suppose you care about the design software you used for like digital products, because obviously that that has changed since I've been working in this. You know, I've been using. Obviously, the same language and everything. I guess. I guess now I'm using TypeScript, so it's slightly different. But whatever, it's effectively the same tool. Like I use VS Code instead of Sublime Text, but it's basically right. the same yeah. thing. So it started. But the, the the designers have gone through like three totally different tools. Like when I started, they were a lot of them were using Photoshop to make and InDesign and stuff like that to make but they were using photoshop to make designs for for apps and websites right yeah um and then it went to sketch everyone used sketch now everyone uses figma and um i think adobe got so freaked out by figma that they bought it for like some hilarious price yeah i remember that uh i can't I can't remember what's the. It was it was a high 20, number. Yeah. Twenty billion dollars. Billion. F- billion with what? a B. Oh, okay, that's insane. Yeah, completely insane. Um, 
Uh, but last week, Figma finally launched like a dev mode, so you can turn it on and either because because as as it was because it's design software. When you go in to look at the designs, you're like, oh, I don't want to touch anything because it's going to move, and because it's all web based, and you move mm. something, it moves moves for everyone, right? If you've got access, sure. Um, so you're like, oh, but now it has a proper like full blown inspect mode where you go into that mode and now you're just looking at it like the elements as if you were looking at them kind of on a web page and it gives you like code snippets and stuff it tells you the dimensions and how far between things without accidentally moving things or anything like that which is a lot better yeah i guess that's useful if you're actually going to convert from figma to the thing and, and and then have that actually be your thing like like i've only used it for prototyping um, yeah that's yeah if you can use it for prototyping all the way through to final design i think i suppose that's the thing and, and even then we do yeah. We, yeah, I've, only, I've only ever used those tools as like very high level prototyping right once i get the vague idea settled mm. like we just roll with it for in, in prod just just do it and then and then we could try it do for it live yeah pretty much yeah so it's like it was like well this is the idea this is how we want it to want it to work let's let's actually just build the first version of this and then work out if it was a good idea or not there and so and that's always kind of worked out actually yeah i mean if you have the resources to and to do it in code like it, often it's um cheaper to revise designs in sort of figma land than, than actually it depends what you've got working thing. on it like if you're yeah if you're competent in your ui tools of choice then uh like working yeah, in wpf true. land it's actually sometimes just easier just to mock it up in wpf than it is to even use a, one of these tools yeah it can be it can be but they're trying to blur the lines as much as they can oh yeah so interesting. i remember yeah. uh what was it things like i think it still exists but there was there's a there's a part of the, the visual studio suite called blend i think now that might actually just be part of visual studio now but um oh yeah what that used to do but they, they, that that tried to do that with technologies like wpf and things like that so you'd use the WYSIWYG editor as your primary thing but um uh and it would obviously be building real code behind the scenes with everything you, yeah, you did in that. WYSIWYG, what a dream! Yeah, <laughs> I remember Microsoft front page. That was what we used instead of Dreamweaver for some reason to make HappySalads.com. Because you had a copy, right? Dreamweaver was, I guess, so, yeah. Adobe stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, that's true. But I'm not sure why I had didn't manage to download it off the internet at the time. Well, <laughs> as was the plan in that age. Oh yeah. That would have been a hefty download at the time, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. You were on a 56k modem. Probably would have ran just fine these days, but like then that would have been, yeah, yeah. they weren't great. I think we basically did do, it was terrible, but I think we basically did do Happy Salad WYSIWYG, right? I don't remember all that much hacking on the HTML. I don't know. It was yeah. a bit better than I. I think I definitely did like the, the, my first website, WYSIWYG, like Dan Star Wars Lego. Yes, I, I think we might uh, have just I, written most of the original Happy Salad in just raw HTML. Yeah, like not yeah. even CSS to that much. You know, just to I remember change the, a color the, here and there. The fancy music page for your music had like frames. I remember it had frames, which right. is a dumb idea. Yeah, but uh, and some yeah. kind of Flash player, right, to play the XMs or something. Yeah. Like a flash mod player, yeah. was it flash? Yeah, something like that. Because I don't think Excellent. I don't think the tech existed to do that outside of Flash. Of course not. Or, <laughs> what, who could play? No, or did, we use, did, or did we use Vitalize? No, it might have been a Vitalize. No, no, there was a special plugin. I think just for the XMs. I think, hmm. or maybe it was. Yeah, I think so. 
I don't know if we wrote, wrote a little vitalized game. I feel like to, it might have been it. a vitalized because I think oh, really? I might have ended up with your like game file for that. Oh, player. right. <laughs> the player, right. <coughs> I mean, maybe that wasn't the player. one that ended up on the website. Maybe that was a different <laughs> attempt at that. Yeah. Standardization is good sometimes. Make everything in Games Factory. Yeah, make make everything in Games Factory. Yeah, I had a um, I was at a school reunion yesterday, and the oh, subject yeah. and the subject of our of the games we used to make really? and install on various computers around the school came up. I see. Um, came up. How many of unprompted. them are still there? <laughs> that, well, not because none of those computers are still there. You think that's the yes. that's sure. the first thing yeah. Laura said, isn't it? When she came on our podcast, the first thing she said was, "Your gaze were all over the all of the computers at yeah, yeah. school." No, yeah, uh, I, I got a tour around the school, and so, and, and so yeah, none of those machines are there, as far as I can tell. So it's, it's, which makes sense. It was twenty bloody years ago. I mean, when we were there, there were BBC Micros from the eighties, like there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were still some of those in the physics department. Twenty years, yeah. Yeah, so that that came up, and how like it was years. near on impossible to run them all. And then, of course, we started talking about Scorched Earth because that obviously <laughs> that is <you> <laughs> the mother of all games. <laughs> this is a podcast about video games, mm. including Scorched Earth. Including Scorched Earth, what a game! Yeah, we lost far too much time on that. And then the the, the classic tale of how uh, myself and uh, Jay Business weren't uh, signed up for any. They they just left us off the games lists for for a few terms, and so we spent the uh, afternoons playing NHL instead <laughs> on my laptop. It's like a sport. Yeah. <laughs> they just missed you off assigning you to. Well, we weren't. We weren't the there. I, I think. Games. I think neither of us were there on the day that, that they were doing the signups. Right, so we get to pick what you wanted to, and we just fell through the cracks. No one noticed that we weren't on any list, so it was just. Well, I guess we're <laughs> so not doing. You don't point it out, and yeah, no one exactly. sees you. I guess we're not doing anything. Nobody, nobody seemed to care. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Good, <laughs> Where good did you time. hang out and play NHL? You just find oh, we just did room. that in the sick form center. We just just, oh, right. just just sat in there with my laptop out. So we were never questioned. <laughs> good times. Good times. <laughs> Everything in Games Factory. Should probably go back and like revisit our Games Factory stuff. Or and our like um what do you call it? Um multimedia fusion stuff now that like Windows emulation has come on, right? See so if you can get it to you run. Think we can get the better. sounds to work. Exactly. Properly, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm wondering. If you can, mm. if, like, instead of trying to run it in a VM environment, which is problematic, um, mm-hmm. uh, like, yeah, try and run it in a proper emulation environment and see if we get get good enough results. See if we can get UK. You don't know Jack to work correctly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> UK, UK version, yeah, because that that does run in a VM, but it has timing issues. Yeah, so which is a problem in that game. Yeah, it's very much a problem. Good times. Yeah, we we never got as far as doing the multimedia fusion stuff. Although we'd never had that much. No, it was we too ambitious were, by that point. It was a bunch it of two prototypes and weird concepts. Yeah. Sometimes literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes I literally. Had, I'd mind a little tank game which had like one level. And, that was yeah, probably yeah. the most game out of yeah, anything we ever made yeah. in Mighty Media Fusion. Really? Well, well, I don't know. I mean, Metabreed Pure, obviously. Okay. That was pretty much finished. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, of all of our games, like, if you're going to remake one today with, like, Unity, it'd probably be Metafreed, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, to learn the environment, yes, I would definitely start with Metafreed. It's not a function of what type of game it is, but, like, Rob already knows how he made that game in the past, and therefore it would be a useful thing to learn. Exactly, with. yeah, just to recreate it, like, that would be a good thing to go. I mean... Like going back, if you were to take on a project like Metabra or any of our projects, really, we would have to go back and like seriously consider what makes them a game. <laughs> well, that was always the problem. Like, with our yeah, because yeah. Metabreed has the problem where the mechanics don't quite work, right? It always did. Like the whole sort of yeah. time to pack thing didn't quite sit right, did it? Like it was, it was, no. there was a balance problem there that that we didn't quite understand oh, how sure. to fix. Yeah, I'm sure. Like. <laughs> Make it so the so the power ups are like random, like you get. Well, a, you have to unlock them through some sort of like. Or like it's like a like a, you build up the run over the course of the time. Like so, uh, at a certain point, you get to choose like a a power up that modifies the physics of the game or something, <laughs> and you have to com- stack them and combine them to make it. I mean, I was just trying to say, like, what, how would that work? Like, you'd have to crawl. Okay, for those that for those that aren't aware, go watch our like collision software videos on the on the website and look at and try and find MetaBreed on it. It's basically like Breakout, but you bounce Pac Man, Pac Man or packs, like yeah, like well, non copyrighted pack yeah, objects. <laughs> exactly, Euro Man. He was called in the Games Factory Library. Yep. Um, uh, on a, on a on a pipe with gravity. You know, so it's not quite breakout, but you know, you're still moving a paddle left and right, whatever. Um, uh, and there's breeding of packs, anyway. Yeah. So uh, the only thing I think of is that, like you could do is you could turn it if you were to turn it into a rogue like that's probably not a bad idea, but it'd be like, um, which is basically what breakout was in a way, I guess. But like each room would be like a randomized layout, and you'd have to do something in that room for the the, yeah. the doors to open, some kind of like bouncing and breeding challenge or something, and there. Uh, You'd have to figure out mechanics for how that could actually hurt you or help you and all stuff like that. Or what just end conditions were would be interesting. Yeah. Maybe there's enemies you have to like bounce stuff into. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should just make a pinball roguelike. <laughs> like, and maybe you could bring in some like some of the shatter stuff, like the suction, so you can control the packs. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck they, them they, into you. That, that was, yeah, definitely something that needed some level of control to try and avoid the situations where the packs are bouncing too low and although we could probably code solutions <laughs> that was also that, a yeah. physics coding problem yeah we weren't we weren't quite good enough in game in, well in, arguably whether that was our fault or games factory's fault <laughs> it, would, it would have been difficult to it probably would have been quite hard to get to sort that out um and like collision detection of things passing through things yep. and stuff like that that was actually quite tricky to manage in in that environment but um yeah, I'd probably do that. I'd go back to Metabreed. Or or keep it even simpler and just go back to Glacial Spoon Racer. Yes, obviously. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, without all the constraints of the Games Factory, you could definitely make that a lot smoother. Yeah, you could probably you could probably do that first just to get your feet wet because there's there isn't much game there, but it's great, right? It's one of those, right? It's really yeah. it's super tiny but quite fun for the short amount of time you're playing it. And uh Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, and then move on to something more ambitious. Maybe that would work as a phone game because of the aspect ratio. And, like, You'd be able to see more. Right. What, what, just Wi-Fi up to nearby competitors? And, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Banzai. 
anyway, <laughs> starting to get a little too serious. This, <laughs> what game are we going to make? Uh, no, um, I mean, it, it, it's it's been twenty years of a thought process for me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were to one afternoon break out free copy of Unity or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can start learning in Unreal now. Like you know, that you don't yeah. have to, you don't have to pay up front to to learn Unreal like you used to. I think like you can you can just grab the tools and go. Hell, we could probably build this in Fortnite now. <laughs> Inside, oh, right? Yeah, because because of, of Unreal for Fortnite, but. Yeah, what's the scripting language? Isn't it easier? Isn't Unity just C sharp or whatever and just easy? Uh, yeah, I think with any of the languages, you can use whatever you want, right? It's with any of the engines. Um, mm. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that matters. Yeah, Unity used to run on Mono Game, so it's probably you know some .NET equivalent or some project yeah, like that. Yeah. It's probably shifted to Maui, or it's probably been Xamarin at some point. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can do it. You can do it all in .NET. That's fine. Um, I, I think you can do the same thing with Unreal. But then it's probably a heavily even even if you were working in C plus plus land to to work with Unreal, it's probably uh, I would say quite macroed and quite assisted. So, oh, so sure, the syntax yeah. is probably not as bad as working C sharp C plus plus to the metal. But you could if you wanted. Um, I think with Metabreed, you'd have to, if you wanted to fancy it up, it would be like you could do something like Tetris Effect, where it was the same game, but all the fucking crazy background and visuals go. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Different styles and different musics and things. Yeah, some kind of of rhythm pack bouncing. I think that was one of the ideas we had at some point, right? (laughs) Or what, to make everything shift in beat? Yeah, to make it more timed. Like, the bouncers always happen at a certain point. Hmm. That'd be complicated. (coughs) It might be interesting, because then you'd be like... The problem would be when multiple packs fall at different spots, right? Like how you Yeah, but that would be part of the game, right? Because Mm. you'd somehow be able to control them. Like maybe that'd be part of the roguelike power up. So it's like if there's one going off to the side, you can divert it backwards back into you or something. (laughs) On the beat. So they all hit the paddle at the same time. Boom. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. Well, that's just an action you have to do. Like there's a a click or something. (laughs) The super bounce. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe that's part of the push and pull of the mechanics. Like you can only do that so often, and you just have to, you have to like sacrifice yes. at times. Like you can see where they're going to land. You have to choose the best selection. Which Venice was a, was a part of the game anyway, right? Well, like you, it was impossible to catch at a certain point. Yes. Yeah, it was impossible to catch everything in the mid game of Metroid. Yeah, <laughs> before it went totally nuts and. Screen just filled with packs, yeah. and then things tended to go wrong because breeds would happen. The frame rate would drop to a crawl, and so like many many things would happen between frames, and so it would give it more work to do, and it just went wrong. It just went wrong, yep. and it was great. Mm. <laughs> it was a beautiful mess. I'm not saying it had any more style than any of the other games I made. Though it was still a horrible. Well, they were all disaster. exactly the same. Yeah. They were all Rob style. Yeah. That was the- <laughs> I had no taste. But what would it? I mean, I don't even know what Rob style would look like now. I know what it would sound like. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't, know, like. no, I don't know what it would look like if I was to try and actually put some thought into graphical design now. Probably an AI created nightmare. <laughs> God. 
Like, because what would we even bounce? We couldn't use packs, right? We'd have to come up with something else. I mean, you could use some. <laughs> would it just be vegetables, right? It'd be the happy, happy salad. Like, oh, the, like, um, like mm, but then how would they breed? Like, oh, but what about the colours? Oh, we, we can make you can make that work. Turn them into actual peacocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're just balls, but they have like feathers and tails and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they have feathers on the, like oh, a peacock. No, tails that's really funny that because open up oh, that's, like, that's actually great because then you could do like different flight mechanics based like Ooh. later in different levels, right? The like, Angry Birds combo. Yeah, they could start changing because they're different animals or something. Or yeah, that's a really great idea. <laughs> Don't steal it. Don't steal it, internet. Or at least do and involve us in the development process and give us some some money. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's also good. We'll we'll consult. You can have. I I will sell, or I'm I'm willing to uh, license out the rights to to Metabreed. Metabird, I guess. <laughs> Metabreed. The totally original game that was not based on another game on the BK or anything. Not not at all. No, no not at all. <laughs> anyway. I mean, that other game didn't have breeding, games. so, you know, it's totally original. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's all you have to do. You know? It's like in the video game world, you just have to add a new mechanic and then you're good. Exactly. Yeah. Stack a new mechanic on top of the old mechanics and then it's a new game. Yeah. It's like X, but with Y. It wasn't, it wasn't at all based on a game that shares half the name. <laughs> uh, and now, now shares the name with one of the most <laughs> biggest and most annoying companies. Oh, yeah. So it does. We'd have to totally change the name. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't you would be able to get away with that half of it. Yeah. Mm. I don't think that we could copyright Metabreed at this point with Zuckerberg on the list. <laughs> He'd be like, but that's just Facebook. <laughs> that's like, you can't. Mm. Meta is a brief. You can't like. I'm only, I'm, I'm only joking. Yeah. yeah maybe. He, he can't do that, surely. I'm only joking. Is this, as long as it's not called Sky anything. Or, or Saga, right? <laughs> yeah, or Saga. I mean, they, they didn't get that off the ground. Ah, <laughs> oh, video game pipe dreams. It's If only I had to, I didn't have to have a serious career. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, had money work and just like say, I'm just going to work on this for two years <laughs> instead of business <laughs> that would be so weird like I, so stressful not, right I, I, I can't like I, I have so much respect for people that start their own businesses and go down that path and that's yeah just, like, it's, it's crazy it's, it, it, it is crazy but it's it's great and they you, do it like, yeah I, I just don't I, I couldn't deal with it I couldn't deal no I don't think it's for me having seen Obviously, been in smaller businesses and seen other people doing it. Yeah, and seeing doesn't them fail. Look, yeah, just doesn't look like my jam. No, I mean, I still think if if I had a good enough idea, then maybe I would do it. <laughs> no, I never have uh, that I was that confident in. But even if you have the world's best idea, you know, you could still fuck it up quite easily. I think. Oh yeah. I remember, um, oh, what was that game called? It was, it was, a, it was a Namco tank game, arcade game. Was it like Tokyo Wars or something? Which was just, Probably. Was it, it was like, uh, you just, it, it was just, it was an arcade game where you sat in like a tank cockpit and the whole thing like went, Fadoosh, when you fired things. And it was just like, go around a city and destroy these other tanks. And yeah. like, but 
you know, the whole thing was put it in two player mode and shoot each other. Yeah. Um, we always used to like, uh, 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 me and my mate Ruben, we always used to talk about, uh, you know, what if this, this could, this could just be done. Like, why isn't, why can't it just all be like fully destructible? Cause obviously we didn't understand like how 3D worked when we were kids and like in the limitations of polygons and all that. It's like, yeah, you could just break it up and do it. Like, we could just model every brick, right? And then, then have the entire city like blow apart and it'll be, it'll be, it'll be rad as fuck. And, <laughs> and now you can. Probably. And now you probably could. Yeah. Maybe not yeah, in an arcade can. cabinet still, but. <laughs> Oh, maybe. Well, it'd just be like any other machine these days, aren't they? Arcade yeah, cabs. They're just, they're just yeah. PCs. It's like a PC in there, yeah. As long as you get hold of, like, I don't know, like, an RTX 4090 and you can drive as many bricks as you want. <laughs> but that probably wouldn't have actually made the gameplay better, is the thing. No. Because it's all about line of sight, exactly. right? Yeah. <laughs> if you just blow through every building. That was the Battlefield problem, really, wasn't it? Well, as soon as they went into Battlefield 3 and 4 when you and had the buildings, buildings could go. Yeah. And it was just like, well, this sucks now because there's no cover any longer. Yeah. And they would all get destroyed. Like, as soon as the tank turned up, it would be like, well, none of these buildings are useful now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, as soon as the tank turns up, you just know you had to leave the building because it was inevitably just going to shoot just the building down. on you. Yeah. <laughs> Because it knew you were in there. Which is kind of cool. In a, it's cool in concept. It's just somehow doesn't quite work in gameplay, right? It's like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, of course we'd do that. And then it's like, then you actually do it. And it's like, Because eh. in reality, if you if you blow a building down, you could actually create quite a lot of cover from the wreckage. It's quite Sure. It depends how it, like, made, like, if it made like an awkward lump for the tank as well, like rather than just busting yeah. through a wall. Like, you still want that moment, right? The thing about a tank game is you kind of want a blend of the two, right? You want that moment where you can just bust through a wall and be like, yeehaw, and get the drop on someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to be you want to be the Kool-Aid man, for sure. It's true. I'm the juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> is that Vinny Jones? Yeah, yeah. In what was that? Um, it was X Men Three. Well, yeah, all th- well, yeah, which, what, three. Was it three? Yeah, it must have been three. It must have been three. Yeah. I don't know if he was in more of those. So dumb. And a Vinnie Jones. Yeah, I was thinking about him the other day because I was like leaving a project, and I was like, it's a bit emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I say the words of Vinnie Jones. It's a bit emotional. Uh, but they only knew, knew Vinnie Jones as a footballer for some reason, right. which is even more. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird yeah. at this point, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking of watching Mean Machine again the other day. Love that film. It's real stupid, but he's good in it. What's the premise of Mean Machine? It's, it, it's prison, prison inmates football. playing football. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It makes sense. Perfect for Vinnie Jones. Yeah, yeah. It's a good film. <laughs> He basically did that bit in the Premier League, right? Or was it? Or maybe it was the <laughs> yeah, that, vision. Yeah, you know, that's why he was casting that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You actually need someone who can football <laughs> to some extent. And football evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> evil <laughs> football. <laughs> football with massive eyebrows, like angry eyebrows. That's what you need. I like Benny Jones. Come back. If there was a Vinnie Jones versus Jason Statham, I'd watch that. I feel like that's always certainly already happened. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He should be in Fast and Furious, shouldn't he, Vinnie Jones, for sure. Yes! Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. 
That also feels like it's already happened, but it obviously hasn't. That one, like, it's much easier to confirm. Also, Vinny's yeah. probably pretty old at this point, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think all of them are pretty old at this point, though. Well, that's true. <laughs> Let's find out. Oh, he's fifty-eight. Wow. Yeah, the Stafe is probably the Stafe is probably aging though. Like, is that is yeah. that why there's less Vin Diesel when they're sort of focusing a bit more on the Stafe and the Rock? Yeah, who's the up-and-coming replacements for these guys? I don't know. I don't know that there is an action star right at the moment. That's... No. Yeah, they're like pretty boys. Like, the big the big star of Dune is like Timothy Charlebet or whatever. Yeah, he doesn't count. Yeah. Um, we need the big, big, big... I mean, there isn't even like a Matt Damon guy. or a Ben Affleck type about, is there really, at the moment? That's not 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 coming up i suppose the guy that plays shang chi right he's he's cool but oh yeah like, he's awesome yeah but he's, he's probably not going to fill that niche because it was so stupid they were trying to make tom holland into like freaking what's it nathan drake or whatever and it's like but who was young I mean, nathan drake <laughs> yeah i guess i mean i like tom holland but he's not like a i don't know it's not like it's not nathan fillion yeah <laughs> well i guess yeah <laughs> What was he in? Oh, he was in Guardians 3. Oh, what, as Spider-Man? No, no, Nathan Fillion. Oh, was he? Oh, cool. Yeah. I still haven't watched that yet, but yeah, I'll wait for him at Disney at this point, but... Yeah, it was good. Can't be far before it comes out on Disney. (laughs) They're getting quicker and quicker, these, um... uh, Like, cinema to streaming timeframes. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. I went to see the Wes Anderson film this week, and they're already trying to put it into the streaming. Oh, are they? Hmm. Yeah, and it's doing really well, I think, in the cinema, so I don't know why they want to ruin it. Asteroid City. Is it, mm. um, yeah, I if you like that. Wes Anderson, it's very Wes Anderson, good. but it's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, I liked it better than French Dispatch, yeah, for sure. Fre- Although... I like French I, yeah. Dispatch, but it wasn't it wasn't pushing the the same. It wasn't pushing what I was after, what I'm after from a Wes Anderson. I don't know why it just wasn't wasn't no. quite, quite. Well, doing I it. don't really like. I agree with uh, my brother was saying the same. Like, I don't really like the anthology stuff format as right. much. Yeah, and this is a you know one setting thing, and it's cool because they built the town or whatever, mm. like the little town or whatever, is like a giant set, and it's quite obviously done all practically with miniatures and everything. And yeah, it's cool and uh, good atmosphere. And Scarlett Johansson is very good in it. Um, but it's an all-star cast, as the usual Wes Anderson thing. Sure. Jason Schwartzman, um, classic. Mm. Yeah, you should, should do another animated film. Cause, uh, yeah, cause, he probably will. He's done. Yeah. He's done a couple. I yeah, because and they're both fantastic. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the last one? Oh, the Isle of Dogs. The last yeah. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he uh, apparently he made that because he the, the fantastic Mr. Fox animation studio was in London and he kept driving past a sign to the Isle of Dogs or whatever. No. And he was like, hmm, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Why is there an Isle of Dogs? Yeah. If he does a follow up about an Isle of Cats, then we'll be good. Hmm. He'll have foxes and dogs and cats, oh my. Oh my! Oh my! I started watching that there. Um, I'm one episode into Hawkeye. We started that. 
what? That's Christmas. I know, but you know, whatever. We, right we, did, we, did, we ran out of programs to watch, and we were just like, "Well, I guess this is not next on the Marvel docket. We'll just we'll just start this." Okay, I would probably no. No was in a non. was in a non-committal mood, and it's just like, "Well, let's just, just put something on." And it's like, oh, "Okay, let's just start this then." <laughs> I mean, it's pretty super duper Christmassy, but okay, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's not been a problem. Okay, cool. I guess at least, at least not in that first episode. It's not a problem. I don't care. It might make make me feel cooler in this hot weather. <laughs> Just pretend it's December weed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christmas in July. <laughs> December weed. Okay, so you're watching that. I haven't. I can't be bothered to watch. I've got. I need to cancel the. Di- and there's always one thing on every subscription service that you want to like i would cancel yeah. disney plus because i no longer care about the marble or the even the star wars stuff at the moment but um but the, the, there's oh, gonna just, be a new just, can, just cancel out for a month or two and then go come straight back as soon as another star wars thing launches oh because there's always something right there's always something yeah, well, I want the new season of The Bear, because The Bear was amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard people talk well, about this. Reason, I, really, I, I want to give that a shot, actually. Oh, it's really good, and it's they're only half-hour episodes, yeah. so it's not like a big commitment, but yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and there's one season of it, and it's on it's on Disney Plus if you have that. But I like, it's, I, it's out now, I'm sure, the second season. It is? But like, for some oh, reason, it's, it's out in America. It's not yeah, made, yeah, it's yeah, not made yeah, exactly. to the UK yet. It's like 19th of July or something, so I have to wait like three weeks or something for it to, to come to Disney Plus. But anyway, so grr. Uh anyway, but yeah, definitely definitely check out the bear. It's the most Chicago thing I've ever seen. I've got I've got so many shows I want to catch up on. Like I'd I'd quite like to watch The Witcher. I thought you said you run out and you're watching. No, we, 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 we ran out of the stuff we were in the middle of watching. And the problem is, oh, is I, I, I have a lot okay. of shows that I want to watch that I right, I that don't think I stand a suit. stand a chance in hell of getting gnome to watch with me. Um, enough, things, okay. things like um, like Alice in Borderland season two, things like that, because I like that first season. Uh, uh, I'd quite like to start watching another. Was it? Uh, I think it's All of Us Are Dead, which is like a uh, yeah, it's a zombie series, but it looks kind of funny. It's um, Asian in a in a school, as you might expect. Like every every like Asian show is in a school. Um, mm. Yeah, look, 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 looks decent. Uh, yeah, The Witcher would be good. Vinland Saga season. Season two, want to watch that? Um, got so much stuff, so much stuff. I'm I'm working on a Gretzico season five as well. That's I actually started watching some of that. That's good. That 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 continues to be good. I like that. I like that show. Office politics anime, go! <laughs> oh yeah, with with well, a bit that's... of death metal thrown in. Who what's not to love? <laughs> Who doesn't love a splash of uh, death metal? Yeah. Just a splash. Just a bit of death core. Yeah. News! Yeah, video game <laughs> news. Um, what, what, go on. What, go on. Nintendo did a direct thing. <laughs> Nintendo did their not-quite-E3. E3. E3. <laughs> they gave everyone 24 hours notice that they were doing a thing again. Well, I mean, Nintendo just... did what Nintendo always do and yeah. have done even while E3 still existed. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not really, not really surprising. They were just like, oh, by the way, we're doing a thing tomorrow. And everyone's like, sorry, what? <laughs> I don't think you were sorry, what? I think they were like, oh, yeah, that's what Nintendo does. At this point, I think we've worked that out. Yeah, they've done that the last few times. They, they, don't, really, they don't really pre-announce when they're putting a, putting a video out. Not, not anymore. 
Yeah, so I've picked out some highlights. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Um, I think there were a couple of farm games on show. So, so at least one that they've already shown like twice before at this point. Yeah, and maybe on another platform as well. Yes, but but, but yeah, at least I went like seven or eight this time. That was nice. Uh, Detective Pikachu is getting a sequel. <laughs> so I played the first one. I still haven't played the first uh, one. No, I've actually, I've actually tr- been trying to get hold of a copy of it, but actually, it's more expensive than I expected. Like, oh no! <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of those. Like, I think it's like a like a sort. I saw it like, even didn't sell very well or something like that. Probably. Like, and, and so it isn't actually all that, or it's just like covered in Pokemon tags. I don't know. And so, mm. like, still actually yeah, sought possibly. after. Uh, I, yeah. And I'm gonna. It's called. It's just called Detective Pikachu Returns. Well, um, is that a working title? Maybe. I mean, maybe, but it's but it's out pretty soon. So well, I imagine yeah, that's the actual, the actual title. Uh, it's out October sixth this year. Um, I think it. Tra- that's a real bad trailer. I'm because gonna, I'm this gonna, like what are you expecting? Well, like, like if it's a, if you're going to set up a detective story, normally a detect like a trailer for that will at least hint at what the mystery is like there's a murder or something well, or, or he shows up for a minute right and yeah, then it's no like cr- you need to do a thing there's no crime in this detective trailer like all it, all it is is basically yeah Mewtwo turns up and it's just and it's just Pikachu complaining about coffee like that is all it is and yes that is his one character trait and that's what he you want coffee. is that he drinks that is his only he thing he says it like three times yeah though, he does you don't even need to say it once. You just need to show it. Yeah, right, he's, well, he's just, he just sips it and goes, that's bitter or something at one point. <laughs> uh, it's coffee. Or does he say, mm, it's a light roast today or oh, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A light roast. <laughs> I mean, that's fine if there's like a key plot point that centers around like... <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think it's just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, I, I, st- I do still want to play that first game because it is fascinating that this exists. Um, and it's even more fascinating they decided to go back to it. It's crazy. Well, is it? And is it? <laughs> I mean, they made that film. Was there any influence of that on this? I mean, I, I reckon so because that film was pretty yeah. popular. Yeah. But as we, even though we hadn't played the game, we knew that the film was not like the game in several no, key no. ways. Yes. And it's still not, right? I yes. mean, this the game is but, the game is now a sequel to the game, not a sequel to the movie. Although they are, isn't there like a, se- a sequel to the movie in the works as well? <laughs> Probably. Why not? I wish they're gonna have to like explain a whole bunch of stuff um or not or not yeah <laughs> uh anyway that's coming and it's coming pretty soon i like i like that nintendo don't like i like it when nintendo don't like super uh re- like reveal something super early metroid prime 4 <laughs> Like, I like it when it's just like, but they, here's the thing, and it's coming out in a couple months. But that's Get excited. They, they, I love that. Well, A, that's what they do for the small things that they don't care about, and B, it's <laughs> technically the Pokemon company, not really Nintendo. Sure. <laughs> but I guess they've got co-marketing on these these games, and there's still, they're still some business agreement that these games can't come out anywhere else. Well, yeah. Uh, Detective Pikachu. It's probably not going to be as good as Professor Layton. Uh <laughs> They're remaking Super Mario RPG. Because fucking everyone has been asking for this forever. Well, yeah, pretty much like since Paper Mario, right? Like Anyone who knows what it is. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it was stuck in well, Square I, Enix hell, <laughs> as it turns out. Of course, out. yeah. I forgot they were involved in that. 
Yes, that's why it hasn't been remade this whole entire time, which right. is why it's actually surprising that it has finally been remade. Or maybe not. I mean, maybe Square just want to make some money out of an ancient IP oh, that they're clinging on to. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo are just like, we'll make this and we'll, let, we'll, we'll give you... They had to just... I guess they just had to sort out, like, if we do this and we just pay you some money... Or to some yeah, degree, for like the, can for the we rights do... to the characters that you made, yeah. but that are technically in the Mario universe I bet, now. I bet Square will probably actually, yeah, that's fine, <laughs> probably. Um, just as long as you ba- you make it, we don't want to make it. <laughs> you know, it's probably one of those situations. So now everyone who wanted Gino in Smash is going to be even more disappointed because <laughs> now, now you can see what he would have looked like. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, it's 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 also it's like doubly interesting that this is basically like. It's a it's a remake, but it's a it's kind of like a Link's Awakening kind of deal, right? Where it's the 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 same game but reskinned, like with like three D, like even the, like the camera angles are the same, the 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 gameplay is the same. It's just it's just all of the graphics have been reworked from the ground up, and it's um yeah, but but the the game is identical. Which is well, I I imagine there's a few differences here and there. Yeah, I'm sure like, they've cleaned up a few annoying bits yeah, or whatever there's probably some quality of life stuff here and there um but it's interesting that they're taking that approach with it um 2024 so not out this year but um i think it's uh, i think they said it was early next year um uh, so we got that uh luigi's mansion 2 or dark moon is i guess it's a proper title is uh was that ds or th- that was 3ds 3ds exclusive um yeah, make, that makes sense to get redone. Like Luigi's Mansion Three did pretty well, right, on Switch, and so um, <laughs> I guess. But like, so, it, so, it, it's like a matter of are they going to? Is it going to be a case of like the Luigi's Mansion Three controls, but the Luigi's Mansion Two the game? Right. Because, yeah. Or is it going to be more like a direct port from the from the three? Yeah, good, good question. Did they? Have they brought Luigi's Mansion One to the Switch? Was that was that? Did they? They I, released I wanna, that wanna, on something else. Yeah, recently. I want to say they redid that well, relatively recently. At some point, I think that might have been for the 3DS as well, right? Oh, hmm, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. Actually, like as part of their revisiting, like in 3D that they did for, or you know, with um, stereoscopic 3D yeah. that they did for the 3DS. Uh, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's sensible. I they, should, they should probably it's do fine, that. I guess. Yeah, they should probably do that. Um, I don't know that that footage they showed looked a little ropey, like it wasn't running at a good frame rate and things like that, which is slightly strange if they've just taken the the 3DS version and chucked it on the Switch and it's like this should run pretty well, right? <laughs> you would <laughs> but, hope. So, so yeah, that, that didn't look so great, but they've got time. It's 2024 as well. Um, I kind of no, oh, I think I just noted Dragon Quest Monsters because it's a 2023 game. I got nothing really to add to it. It's a, it's, a, it's another RPG where you build a party out of monsters, and it's like it's not <laughs> the I, Dragon Quest universe. Yeah, I think I just noted it because it's a 2023 game. In case I'm interested in it for the Fantasy League, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pikmin Four. We got to see a bit more of this. Um, mm. uh, Zach is our resident Pikminist, Pikminer. Pik- <laughs> Pickminster, <laughs> Pickminister. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell, tell us your thoughts. Like, what, what, how's this looking? I'm... Well, I mean, I guess we could have talked about this later because you know, a demo came out. Oh, did it? Uh. <laughs> and therefore, I have played it. Ah, uh. oh, that's fine. Do it now. Do it now. <laughs> well, the main thing for me is that, like, 
it plays like old Pikmin. They got rid of the motion controls from Pikmin 3, thank oh, okay. God. Well, completely. So you, well, you there even... are still motion controls, but not in the same way. Like, right. in Pikmin 3, it was like... Because it was... Well, the version of Pikmin 3 I played on the Switch was the ported version, which then, like, tried to port the more direct motion controls of the pre- of the Wii U version. So it's, like, it's it's still technically the same motion controls, but it's, like toned down i guess okay but then in this one it's like no we're just going to it's got a li- you know a little bit of the zelda like slight aiming on the motion controls but it, otherwise it's like you've got your you've got your line with the targeting cursor in front of you and it follows you as you move around and the standard pikmin stuff hmm. that's kind of kind of nice like with, 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 like, with like a c-stick equivalent to like push pikmin no, around well or? Okay, so what it does, what it does is like it still has the camera controls on the right stick. So you've got the the left stick to move, and your cursor sits in front of you, and then it follows you as as it rotates the camera. And you still have left trigger to like center your view behind you, like okay. in the old yeah, yeah. But then because you've got right stick camera control, that's just always there, so you don't command the Pikmin with that. But they they've kept from Pikmin three, they've kept the idea of like you get upgrades that enable certain special abilities like the charge attack where they'll rush. You can unlock that. Mm-hmm. And then I I don't think you get it in the demo, but there is there's the ability to like manipulate the group, but I don't know how that's then going to work with the controls. Okay. Presumably it'll be like you have to toggle into that mode and then maybe then the right stick changes from camera control to Pikmin command, maybe. Or it might be a a hold and release type thing on the left stick, possibly, so you won't be able to move while you're doing it. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I didn't actually look at the, like... It, I only saw it because it's in, like, the control tutorials help page where it, it's see. like, oh, yeah. it tells you that you're going to get this item where you can do this thing. But Yeah, but you don't get to do that in the, in no, the demo. Well, or maybe you could do it in the demo because the demo is kind of weird because it, like, it... it it stops after you get a certain amount of the resource you're trying to get, which is basically the treasures. Mm. But like, you don't necessarily have to do that. So you kind of have free reign on this entire first level, at least. Okay, at least to see if well, unless there's like some there's some roadblocks, like something you have to craft or, or make out of the resources well, the, the that thing, stops you from getting too far for it. Or... Yeah, because the what, the first thing that you get the resources for is but basically upgrade your radar to reveal more locations to land at okay. so it's, you're only going to be able to access this first level but it yeah. is the whole level and there's like multiple of the cave things like from pikmin 2 or whatever mm-hmm. so you can mess around in there for quite a while depending on if you can resist accidentally claiming all this treasure yeah sure <laughs> train yourself not to get the treasure yeah yeah difficult but yeah and then it runs it's also like <coughs> it's still got the same like it still runs on the day night cycle so you still have that kind of time limit and then the mm. underground it, like the time turns off while you're down there so, mm. so yeah, like, like it, pikmin 2 like pikmin 2 yeah. and then but then it also so far i'm not sure whether this will continue to be the case through the whole game but there doesn't appear to be like an overarching time pressure so there's oh, okay. no like not, not like one not like one and not like free which had like the food rations thing where oh. you had to constantly pick up the treasure which was food in that game oh, and then that was your rations so you had to keep up a certain pace of oh wow so is there was there a lose condition in three i don't like... know if there was or not so I, oh. I, I didn't see that system far enough but yeah it did have that kind of time pressure 
So yeah, because yeah. I definitely hit the loose condition in Pikmin One, and that was kind of annoying. Well, yeah, and there was like it was just like a literal time limit. Like there was just a hard cutoff after thirty days, yeah. regardless of what you did. Yeah, I, I think I, I think in my Pikmin One playthrough, I got to a point where I just realized it's not possible for me to finish this in time, or at least it didn't feel like it. So it was like mm, that's that's annoying. <laughs> But yeah, apart from that, it's it plays because it plays a lot more like Pikmin One or Two. I'm way more enthusiastic about it. It still does have a few annoyances of like, you know, they've because they've got all these different abilities and whatnot. You're still having to like access sub menus and radial wheels and stuff to trigger mm. certain things to happen. And then right. and then and there's a few things like, just because it's like a little a little RTS, isn't it? In in, in nature to some yeah. degree. I mean, that's always going to be a little tricky. <clears throat> I think this is the same in free, but it has the. I think I even called this out as a problem in free, where dismissing Pikmin is like a sub menu rather than just holding the whistle button, huh. which is kind of annoying. Hmm. Oh, why is that used for something else? The equivalent of holding the whistle. Well, it's because holding the whistle opens the sub menu, which has dismissed Pikmin, but then has other things as well. Right. Other things, right? Okay, <laughs> it's got more complicated. You can't just one tap it, mm. but yeah, and then like you know, there's some smaller quality of life adjustments. Like when you when there's idle Pikmin around, you can pick them back up into your group by just like walking past them rather than right. like the old games. You practically had to touch them, them for it to mm. actually do that mm. or whistle. But now you can just like there's a zone around you where if you just walk near them, it just picks them up, which is nice. And then you got that dog thing. Yeah, dog abilities. And the demo. Yeah, you get it immediately. Is his name Uchi or something? Uchi, Uchi. But yeah, like, what I didn't realize about it is it is like literally the the other. It's like Pikmin Two, where you have a separate character. Essentially, you can control the dog as a separate character, and he can do his own shit. Oh, I see. So you can right. separate the team mm. and have him go off somewhere else. Although he, there are certain things he can't do. Like he can't, he can't pluck Pikmin. There are like certain railings that you can't fit through because he's too fat. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, he he can still control the Pikmin, and and then he he has his own special abilities. Like when you know all the Pikmin ride on him, so he can swim. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's cool. And if you use his, well, I guess this isn't specific to when he's by himself. But when you, if you ride on the dog when you're together. And you do the charge attack when you, if you charge attack into an enemy, all the Pikmin that are on you just jump off onto the enemy. Oh, nice. <laughs> which yeah. is kind oh, of a nice cool. way to mass attack things. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, is there a limit to like how much he can carry? Like, or can do the Pikmin just stack up so you can take a massive army across water or something like that? Or... Well, I don't know what the limit will be. Presumably it'll be 100 again because it's always 100. Mm. But you start with you start with 20 because it's actually an upgrade now. You find a certain item in the world that increases the number of Pikmin you can have out by 10 each time. And the dog can get upgrades. <laughs> although i don't think it's not carrying strength he has like pulling strength so he can carry stuff like a pikmin okay. but then you can upgrade that so he counts for like a larger number of pikmin essentially <laughs> oh that was one thing that i did find slightly annoying in terms of like minor unimprovements i guess <laughs> unimprovements so the like the improvement half of it is that when you're when your targeting cursor is on something it has like an actual it has like a 
you can hold left trigger to actually lock on or tap it to like toggle lock on mm. but then it also has like a soft lock where it like when you remember your cursor is near something that you can target it just sort of hop hop, to it, yeah. locks onto it and that's useful for like if you want to ca- carry something it tells you how many you know the number shows up like it always did tells you how many pikmin to throw and then you can just quickly chuck them over there but the thing that i find slightly annoying is that if you just have your cursor on something and you just mash a to check the pikmin it tries to help you by stopping you from throwing anymore once you've reached the number mm. so if the, like if this thing requires 10 to throw you just mash a once you've thrown 10 it won't let you throw anymore because even if you keep pushing the button it just pauses basically that's enough yeah. but the trouble is that like that there's this other thing that you may remember from Pikmin where you can in the fact, overcarry. You can in right. fact put twice as many Pikmin on every yeah. item as you should, and as that, it tells you to. And they move faster, right? Yeah, and it carries it more quickly. But then that like that helpful thing actually prevents you from doing that. You have to like once you've thrown the, the base number, you then have to like move your cursor off it to unlock it from that state and then throw the Pikmin like in front of it so it picks them up as it oh, goes yeah. past. Why would they do that? That's weird. It should just let you through to, through to the double number. To the double number, yeah. Because otherwise, why does that system still exist? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to stop you trying to do it. But uh, yeah, that's weird. And also, obviously, you you can't just C-stick them onto it like you used to be able to. Right. Yeah. You can once you get the rush ability. I guess you could just rush them onto it. Mm. But then you're left over. Then you've rushed too many and you're just left with a big pile of idle Pikmin that you don't have to scoop have back to up scoop or whatever. Again. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's like some improvements and some slight annoyances, but like I would say, on I got on with it better than than the Pikmin Free demo. <laughs> so there's that, and it looks nice, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It is slightly strange okay. that now this, you know, in Pikmin One and Two, as in many Nintendo games, it's secretly post apocalypse Earth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But now it just appears to be fucking Earth. Like well, you yeah. got that but back They were garden. traveling between planets, weren't they, on the original Pikmin? But were they all just Earth? No, they, they were all Earth. Because in Pikmin Two, you go back to the same planet. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In Pikmin One, you're just on the planet. Yes, yeah, right? you just and crash you're just on going the between various bits of different of areas of the, the planet. planet. Yeah, yeah. And then okay. two, you go back to that same planet because and you discover like, that all the shit on there is really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was wrong it was earth all along yep it sure <laughs> was but yeah now somehow we've seemed to have unpost-apocalypsed and now we're just literally on earth like you're there's a bit there's a bit in the trailer where you're just in a house yes well the first tutorial level of this demo which is actually super short but like is in a living room right and it's just like a regular living room it's not like a De- like destroyed living room yeah it doesn't not want you to start rolling a katamari that's yeah. what I'd be wanting to do <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah I don't know what the story implications of that is also spoilers but not spoilers I guess because this is something that I've somehow managed to know just from trailers of the demo in the tutorial level this living room area you're playing as Olimar hmm Except in the like cutscenes that lead up to it, it sort of retcons his story of like how he crashed on the planet because now oh. he has a dog and like different uh, things happened. Hmm. Except here's the spoiler part: it's probably not actually Oliver, right? It's probably evil Oliver. It's propaganda, <laughs> propaganda. Oh, I see. Ooh. It's probably a trap, basically. It's, it's Wallimar, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Wow, 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 Limar. But yes, it's it's probably actually a trap. Like the reason you you're the reason this whole new situation happens with like the big 
spaceship thing and all these other people turn up is basically because they're responding to the to Olimar's distress call, which seems like even in this early part of the story, seems like it was intended as a trap, basically, mm. to lure a bunch of people to the planet for some reason. All will be revealed. So don't worry about it apparently seeming to retcon Olimar's story, because yeah. I don't think it does. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm, getting sneaky with these stories. But yeah, I don't or know what's up settings. with non-destroyed Earth. Is there any of the, um, was it night mode? In no, the not in the demo. Right, yeah, because that's, they made a big deal of that. Like, I don't know. If, I, I mean, don't... what is that even going to mean, yeah. really? Like, the enemies are tougher, and probably the ones that would usually be sleeping won't be sleeping. And did you need, like, a specific type of Pikmin to actually take out at night or something? Well, remember. maybe. Yeah. yeah, there's a special glowy Pikmin. Oh, yeah, the glow Pikmin. The, like, ghost that. Pikmin. <laughs> but, like, the eyes of the creatures look super cr- crazy at night or whatever. Like, they already look pretty scary. Yeah, it's like, not... like, Goron's on drugs. Like, uh, <laughs> like, Alpha Pokemon in. In the, yeah. whatever that Pokemon game was called. <laughs> but yeah, that's Pikmin 4. It's probably good. Probably good. Hooray, safe for my stupid yep. fantasy league. Dan's probably going to get some points. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, is that like out already? Is it? It's is like, it, it's very soon. Yeah, it's very soon. Pikmin 4. Months, at, at least. Alrighty. Uh, there was that. Uh, next, we got a little uh, a reveal of something called Penny's Big Breakaway. Now, uh, which, like from the name alone, you might not think, you, you know, it's probably not going to be on your radar. But it ended up ends up on mine simply because it's made by staff that worked on Sonic Mania, and it's a and it's a three D platformer, and it looked pretty good, I have to say. Um, I'm not sure I'm into their art style because Penny is a sort of Jester girl yeah, clown. with a clowny thing yeah. with a yo-yo, and the yo-yo is the main sort of like traversal mechanic thing in this. Which game. is a dangerous road to go down, having the like weird ability character. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there was there were a lot of elements in there that did just kind of look a bit Sonicy. Oh and yeah, and I'm like, well, okay, this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Um, but yeah, that, I, I don't know. I thought it looked 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 like it could be good. Um, I think they, I don't think they said it was coming out. I don't think they said when it was coming out. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to pay attention just because, yeah, the guys that worked on Sonic Mania can't be bad, right? It's not explicitly headcanon, right? It's not the studio. Like I think it's like a breakaway group. Mm. A, a big breakaway. It's in the name. <laughs> you accidentally inserted that word into your yeah, mind there. <laughs> I did, I did yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so WarioWare Move It. They're making another WarioWare game with motion controls, yep. which on the surface of it doesn't seem like a bad thing, except like I got a bit annoyed about how they presented this thing because it's like they made it sound like they'd never done it before. Like they were just <laughs> yeah. like they were just like, oh, this, we're just going to forget that WarioWare Smooth Moves was a thing. At least this time it will probably work better. I, I mean, guess. maybe like like uh, is the most I guess I guess the mo- uh, smooth moves came out before Wii Motion Plus was a thing, yeah. right? So it's and like, I guess the nunchucks are basically that, and it's not going to try and use any IR shit, obviously. Well, not in the not that IR shit. No, <laughs> maybe the switches IR shit. Maybe they'll actually remember that feature. They didn't even mention. I just re- just realised they didn't even mention like everybody one two switch in this thing, did they? <laughs> of course not. That's already they've already done their video for that. Yeah. 
weird. It's weird that they didn't talk. I, I don't know. It's weird that they didn't just remind everyone briefly. Like, hey, well, maybe they is... didn't want it next to WarioWare. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think that might be the thing. Um, uh, the one note I've got here is that Gnome Fort, the music sounded a lot like Countdown, though. <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate in that case, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the whole game is a countdown. Like normally a three second countdown. Yeah. I mean, it, on, on, in, one, in one respect, it's cool that we're getting more WarioWare, but also, I'm not sure. It didn't. It didn't look like it innovated. Like it was just what what they'd done. It was just what they did with the Wii again. Mm. And I suppose that's a hard thing to actually like innovate on. Really, the whole original concept was so bonkers at the time that it's like it well, hasn't, hasn't I mean, ever really pushed too much too much past it. Touched, well, I, touched is clearly the best. Wow, well, I guess. But they 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 like they've extrapolated that as far as it can go because like you can't go back. You can't go back to like press A. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that was great. It was a great game at the time, but like you can't go back to a one button mechanic yeah, game. It's, t- it's too simple now. It's too simple. And now we get to the big EA, I suppose. I guess there's a there's a new Mario game, but not the kind that you want. Not not unfortunately <laughs> well. not Odyssey two. Unfortunately, um, it's and it, and it, if we're being picky, it should be called New yep. Super Mario Brothers. Yep. To, but, I'm but, glad but, they're not calling it that. I mean, it's a dumb. New Super Mario Bros. was always a, always a dumb name, but yes. also like it did kind of like identify what the game was, yes. like separate from the main, you know, the 3D Mario's. But anyway, Super mm. Mario Bro. I suppose Super Mario Bros. is now the 2D moniker. I guess. I guess. Um, <laughs> Even though you know, don't have to play as either of the Mario Bros. No. again. <laughs> Super Mario Bros. Wonder out this year, October 2023. Um, I mean, it looked like they were going a bit mad with it. Like it's a, it's yeah. a, it's, it's a two D Mario game, but they're going a bit mental with its mechanics. Two D Mario on acid, on or acid, like, yes. Or like when you take the acid tab, then it's on acid. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm into the fact that that flower talks. No, that's good. Uh, that was the one I saw immediately. I was like, this is just going to be incredibly annoying in about two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> You're going to be running past these flowers, and they're constantly going shouting shit at you. Yeah. So a bit worried about that. They've also changed the art style a bit. I couldn't quite work out yeah. if it was actually th- like the models were 3D or if they're like a 3D-esque animated 2D thing. I couldn't... They look yeah. a bit odd. It's because they... they look In the cutscenes, they look a bit odd as well. They're yeah. sort of squashy. It's, it's but good. I guess that's the little Mario, right, in full 3D. Well, yeah, there's right? that as well. Little Mario is that. Fat Mario. <laughs> little fat Mario. Yeah. But it's, it's because they've like... They've changed his head to be like looking diagonally outwards from the screen. Yeah, like what, it, you can see his face more. I guess that's what makes me think it's like it's it's kind of two D art that's that's not actually rendered in three D. That or probably something. is just a model, but like it's, yeah, just a, it's weird. Though. It's a weird angle. And I'm not sure I'm into that change of look. No. Honestly, um, but, you know, I think probably if they had stuck with like a Paper Mario, like, gone back to that, that would have been. Well, great, but the thing but... is, like the the advantage of this changing look is it makes it look slightly less like a decent Mario. I, I guess, yes. yeah. <laughs> so you can... Which is good. But then why not just go all in on like pixel, do, do a pixel art Mario game? They're not going to do that. I know, but they should. It'd be, be kind of rad. I mean, they've got they've got Mario Maker. Mario Maker, yeah, exactly. That's got all the pixel arts. But new I, pixel art. I quite like the look, especially when it goes weirder. Uh, and then you've got the elephant suit, obviously. I didn't like the um, 
I also didn't like the uh, the, the sort of the the, the Sonic esque. Which is weird. Like it's like they're, they're cribbing something from Sonic here, and I don't like it. It's the the weird little bump, bumping multiple things or get, hitting things in a jump sequence, and it's going like, "Good, great, amazing," <laughs> rather than just giving you a one off eventually. Yeah, or, or just or just like it's. I, th- I thought that was slightly too much. Like like it's, it was. It was always it's always been subtle in Mario that thing, and all of a sudden they're going like, "Oh well, you did that." that felt out of place well, as well with the rest of the game design. Well, like sure. like. It, on the plus side, at least in Mario, in order to get those to happen, you have to have some skill rather than just mashing a button. That, that, is, that is true. <laughs> That's yeah. the Sonic method. Yeah, yeah. Good, great, awesome, amazing. I mean, they're pretty meaningless in, in Sonic as well, right? They, they don't have to be there. But... No. It's probably going to be good. It's probably going to be fine. I mean, I enjoyed... What was the last one I played? Super Mario Bros. U. I didn't play Super Luigi U. Well, I mean, but, that's um, that's the advantage for the, for this perspective is that like you haven't played all of them, and therefore you're not extremely annoyed by yet more of this. Sure, and in fact, the last one I probably played was the 3DS New Super Mario Two. Right. I think that was probably the last one I actually played. Maybe it's just the branding, but I'm definitely more interested in this than I would be in a new a new Super Mario Brothers. Which is weird because they're the same game. <laughs> well, I mean, this one is trying to mix it up somewhat. I think. Yeah. The gameplay and the weirdness. It's not just because that was the uh, the main problem with the new Super Mario Bros. games is it was just like it's just it might as well just be like here's a level pack for the previous game. Kinda. Yeah. But, like, I want, uh, with the exception of the first new Super Mario Brothers game, which was obviously just trying to do trying to do the reboot thing, right? right? Yeah, trying to learn how to do it. Yeah. Um, they've all. They've all been pretty good at uh, following the kind of new Mario style, right? Where every level has a, a kind of unique mechanic that they don't really return to, right? It does that pretty well. Where mm. it's just like this, this, this is the level that does this, and you'll <laughs> and you'll never see this again. Um, uh, so I think they, I think they deserve perhaps a little more credit than they get. Like especially you, you was good at that. Um, Luigi, you yeah was probably just a level pack, but that that's fair. Um, and of course, New Super Mario Two was going a slightly off the rails of its like mega coin mechanic. Like coins, get all the coins, so many coins. <laughs> but is that really like a game defining mechanic? I mean, it kind of separates you more, that one. You get more coins than the normal number of coins you get anyway in the Mario game. I mean, it separates that one, you know, or at least the look of that one from the others because there's so many coins. I don't think that counts. I don't think you can be like, we took this one sprite and put a thousand of them on screen so it's clearly different now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a Nintendo executive would probably say that. I mean, if you didn't know the names of them, you could identify them that way. It's like, it's, it's, it's one of all the coins. I guess. But you might just think that's the coin level from one of the other games. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> wonder. Be steeped wonder. in wonder later this year. Take drugs later <laughs> this year. Become an elephant later this year. Become an elephant. How on earth is that going to work? What are you going to do? You're going to have sucking powers, aren't you? Mario's going to suck. <laughs> Possibly. Suck, blow, all the, all the powers. He's basically he's basically gonna, just going to be Yoshi, right? It's going to turn him into Yoshi with suck and blow. Might as well make a Yoshi power up. Or Kirby. <laughs> turn Mario into Kirby. 
So you can get ma- Mario can get mouthful. Meow, meow, meow. Have to get the right sound effects in. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> go back to that. Uh, that's that's all I've picked up from the Nintendo Direct. Um, Wasn't there a? Did you mention there's some kind of Princess Peach game that's purely yeah? Peach, there peachy is peachy, purely peachy game. They didn't really. They didn't really see. We didn't get to see actually what that was. Really, they showed footage of like presumably cutscenes and stuff like that, and that she's on a stage and there's a dress change that they for some reason like were like or like what well, they cut before you could see it was a dress change, but they were like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And she's like, it's "Just Peach doing glowy stuff." I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we don't know what that is. I mean, Super Princess Peach was a game they made in the past, right? So yeah. maybe this is a return to that. Is this like a Yoshi's Woolly World kind of offshoot, that sort of tier of game? Yeah, maybe. Oh. Well, let's see. Let's see. I'm not I'm not saying those games are bad. I've not played Woolly World or Crafted World or anything like that. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're that challenging, let's say. Let's yeah, say. yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. That's Nintendo. No Metroid Prime news. <laughs> no, didn't mention it even once no, again. Not even hinted. I mean, the fact that they released Metroid Prime Remastered is encouraging for Metroid Prime 4, sure. would you say? Yeah. Well, tied yeah, people over. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and it is apparently a very good remaster, so. Yeah, apparently it's great. Uh, Alrighty, let's talk. Bit. Oh, unless you've got more. No, no, oh. no. Microsoft versus FTC. Let's go. So that's all. Um, kicking Thank off. Thank you very much, the FTC. <laughs> Thank you very much for finding me. A thousand all... bucks a fuck. So I'm really out of luck. That's more than high device for charging me. There you go. It's the FTC song for you. <laughs> that's the first bullet point covered. Uh. <laughs> So uh, is it the FCC's fault, or I just <laughs> well, no. This is all sort of like well, Sorry. the current situation is it's about the Activision deal, obviously between for, you know between Microsoft buying Activision, which Blizzard, and we King. always which we all thought was already dead because of the UK's yeah. regulations. So, but I guess they've got to fight what they can, right? And until until it's definitive, um, uh, although it doesn't sound like the UK's going to budge um, either. But I guess that's still to come. That that fight, right? Um, uh, anyway, they're fighting against the FTC at the moment, who are moving for a preliminary injunction against the deal. Uh, and I don't know quite what that means, but uh, in a, in a statement recently, Bobby Kotick has basically said the deal is dead if the FTC wins this. Um, uh, and and even whatever a preliminary injunction implies, not even it's not like a real injunction; it's a preliminary one. I don't like. Can it get worse? Can they? Well, presumably, like I would guess, the preliminary injunction is just to prevent the deal from happening for a certain period of time. But they want to look at it more. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a delay. But because the whole point of this deal was like they were already, they'd already basically said when it was going to happen. So mm. at this point, if there's a preliminary injunction, then technically this deal isn't going to happen. No. <laughs> if there's any oh. delay, it's not going to be the same deal. I guess that's true. Yeah, it would be a different deal at that point. Um. 
yeah, so anyway, that's 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 what's going on. Uh, but as a result of that, there was a whole bunch of we're we're seeing a whole bunch of like materials surface from both Sony and Microsoft because uh, Sony's involved, obviously trying to fight <laughs> fight their corner um, as a as give evidence, I guess. Uh, but it means there's a whole bunch of materials that have been exposed, um, some of which shouldn't have been exposed. There was apparently a redacting mishap that meant like an inadequate marker pen was used to, to, to redact the paper <laughs> you could read through it. and you could no, read through bad. it yeah so there's some information here that we shouldn't know <laughs> but, but now wow. everyone does um that's like uh, some real office level bullshit where it's just like you didn't use the, the specific brand of pen that we require you to use to redact documents and therefore everyone can see through it i don't think it should, if it's, it's been confirmed that it was a sharpie but some outlets are calling it the sharpie mishap of course um uh yeah so uh back in 2019 matt booty um of microsoft uh who i think is head of xbox studios now so not head of xbox not phil spencer but the head of the sort of the the, the gaming studios that microsoft owns um uh they were they were basically strategizing about what what to do i think i guess their spending spree had already begun in 2019 uh, to acquire new studios and things like that but uh he kind of used the phrase let's uh, like in a, in a conversation about what the strategy was going to be he used the phrase spend sony out of business which is not a good look if you're trying to say like no. to make make this deal look good but uh microsoft have replied to to this saying well these statements were made like two years before the deal was even um even 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 kicking off <laughs> this wasn't like, about that deal that's not <laughs> this wasn't about that deal yeah it's about the deal we're discussing now therefore it's irrelevant and they even went on to say like this is a position we didn't pursue which is not strange <laughs> because that's kind of what they're doing <laughs> like it's it's a weird statement um but they basically kind of say this happened too, this happened too many years ago for it to be considered viable for now i mean it's, it's- slightly interesting that they didn't just throw the guy under the bus say so that was his personal opinion yeah, well, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> sure yeah matt booty's opinions don't necessarily or like say that they were having a conversation about what the strategy could be you know not that it actually was this like, or maybe you know, they they, it was just a meeting or, you know? or maybe that quote was out of context and they weren't even talking about <laughs> video like game that. companies yeah well the fact that they used the phrase spend sony out of business is a bit uh, I mean, they could be talking about damning. hardware <laughs> i guess yeah <laughs> But we'll come, we'll come back to that because that's yeah talking about hardware is interesting. But like I don't I don't know that that plays into this. Uh, or there are I would say there are strands of Microsoft that conflict with each other. Sure. Um. Um. Well, let's let's jump to that now. Uh, Satya and how do you pronounce his name? Satya Satya. Um, Satya Nadal. Satya Nadella. Um. Yeah, he's been he's he's come out and said like uh or it's been noted that that at some point he has said. I kind of wish console exclusives weren't a thing. Like, so he doesn't want console exclusivity to be part of the gaming landscape. Uh, and then goes on to effectively blame Sony for creating that market. And it's like, well, that's nonsense because that market existed way before you were even involved in the gaming industry. <laughs> like, console exclusives well, no, have but, always been a thing. Yeah, but not really, though, because up until the PS four generation i guess they weren't on the same hardware so there wasn't really the, as much opportunity to have like this game could easily come out on the other console i guess that's true but it's not like the the, the idea of like if, taking the technicalities out of it the concept of a of a console exclusive hasn't 
was always a thing, right? Like Wipeout 64, there was a Nintendo 64 exclusive version of that game, and there's the, with exclusive content in it. Sure, Ridge Racer 64. That's not, that's not really the Anything same. with a 64 in the name is usually a unique <laughs> version of that game. Yeah, that but that's can't... not the same thing, though, is it? That's what that's, it kind of is. That's what we're saying. It's like that's not console exclusivity. That's a game made for that console. <laughs> that is. I'm trying to work out if there's a difference there. <laughs> that's, that's... There is. It is like you had to specifically deal with that system's architecture and program it, program it specifically for that system. You had to put a team to learn how to do that. You uh, can't but... just make the game and then just, well, what we would, might say it was a port to another system. I suppose but the... nowadays it's literally just, there's no restrictions almost. I suppose the way to define that really is that there was... Uh, yeah, to, to clean that up, there's, there's no contractual reason why that wouldn't appear anywhere else. Is that that is that more? Accurate? Yeah, I guess it's that like you it were... being made for that console is one thing, but contractually they would be able to put it somewhere else if they did the work. Yeah, I mean, because there were examples of that, I guess. Like there were games that had the same name that came out on different consoles even back then, even though they were like literally different games but made the same. Yeah, I wonder. I w- uh, yeah, I wonder if those sorts of deals. I just don't think that's what I they wonder if mean. that's what he's referring to. Like, I wonder if those sorts of deals existed. I don't think that's what they Microsoft. what they mean by console exclusivity. I think they mean in the age when it could easily come out on all the consoles, then you're making deals to not allow that to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely more it's definitely more that way now than it ever has been, right? Because the, the architectures are so similar. Yeah. Um, and then, so in that case, I might argue that Sony was the one who started doing that with the PS4 generation when, when they were still the top dog, essentially. Sure. I mean, but could you argue Nintendo were doing that like a long time before with their deals with Pokemon Company or in Game Freak, right? Because those. Yeah, get, but they're made for Nintendo consoles. They were. <laughs> but but like, I don't think any of those would have been easily made for any other console at the time. I reckon they locked them in. Like, well, I, I, I think like the, that, the Pokemon that might not have... even be a Nintendo choice. That might be a Pokemon they, company choice. True, they true. might just prefer to stick with the Nintendo brand or whatever. Keep their keep their happy marketing, the kids conversation. Angle. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, anyway. it's, it's potentially true. But I, I, yeah, so it's just like I don't know. I reckon that must have happened. But he's he, he might have he might have there might be some truth in Sony making it more of a thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's so. That's uh, that's, which is an interesting position for the the CEO of Microsoft to take when Microsoft are actively trying to get more exclusives as well. Well, I mean, because like, because his position is well, we have to do this yes. because Sony are doing it. Yes, I mean that is the classic. We wish the classic it wasn't the problem case. of of mutually assured destruction. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can't not do it. You have to do it now. You have to do it. Yeah. Uh, so that's 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 his state. Um, Sony uh, have had a couple of interesting points in this as well. So uh, in their reports, uh, this this I don't think was a redacted bit of details. I think they just came out and said this. Uh, according to Sony, one million PlayStation owners play nothing but Call of Duty on their on their systems. So they buy a system, register an account, and all they have played is COD. <laughs> it's COD, right? That is a million people have have done that. Um, uh, they then go, then extrapolate that a little bit further and say that six million people spend at least seventy percent of their PlayStation game time in a Call of Duty game. 
Um, so that's six million people. Six million people spend seventy percent of their time in COD. You know, of their of their on PlayStation yeah, 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 time, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, those are big numbers, actually. That's surpri- yeah, that is huge. way bigger than I expected, honestly. Yeah. Um, so that kind of that that does help Sony's case, uh, honestly, because it's sure. Those are big numbers, um, but in a in a uh, email that was um, revealed, uh, Jim Ryan, current head of PlayStation, um, back in uh, January of last year, twenty twenty two, stated that he basically wasn't worried about COD becoming an exclusive, and not in the sense that that. Uh, they were worried if PlayStation lost it. They were. They are worried that if, that PlayStation loses it. But he was. He was basically stating he didn't think that would happen. That 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 Microsoft would make COD platform exclusive. Um, so this is before the deal even really started getting going. But clearly they knew that it was going going. Twenty yeah, twenty two was was. It was before it was all officially announced. Well, right. So you know, I guess depends when it twenty two. Oh, January. Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, early twenty six. It was kind of like. Well, it was. Uh, I want to say it was like March. You know. Yeah. Not not far from there, but a little bit later than that, that it all became public. Um. So yeah, clearly they they they'd heard that this was going down, but he wasn't too bothered. Essentially, it's like yeah, whatever. It's probably <laughs> we're still going to get it. And and in fairness, I you know everything Microsoft has said since then kind of backs that up, right? It's still. I don't think it's in. I still don't believe it's in Microsoft's interest to make it console exclusive. No, not if you want to make the most money. Exactly, <laughs> Just yeah. sell it everywhere. Exactly. Timed console exclusive that you can get away. That's with. That's plausible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not maybe not on the free to play side of things. Maybe not in like Warzone and stuff like that. But the mainline games, maybe they would pull that trick. Uh, yeah, that's all, everything we've learned, really from. Uh, from all the, the 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 juicy bits, I suppose, from what's going on in this case, the insufficiently juicy bits, not enough pen juice, <laughs> not enough pen juice. Yes, <laughs> you need you need you need you need thoroughly wet pens for this. <laughs> thoroughly wet pens, well, lovely phrase. <laughs> let, let that ink get moist. <laughs> <laughs> Get moist. Yeah, I think the, you let the paper get moist. The ink is already yeah. moist. <laughs> depends how it's. Uh, depends what kind of ink it is, I guess. Does it need to leave? Does it? Does it want? Is it like freeze dried ink that you then <laughs> then need to moisten up so then so then it dries nicely again on the paper? <laughs> we just don't know what kind of pen they're using. <laughs> Go back to using tape. Oh, yeah, tape. That would work. Do they have like um? What's that stuff that they you, like Tipex kind of like Tipex tape or something, but make it just black? <laughs> you know. I mean, you can leave it white. It doesn't really matter. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Redact- redacting with whatever color you want, really, as long as it obscures the thing that's underneath it permanently. That's the trick, though, right? So you can't take it off. Well, it depends on what context. If you're making a photocopy, then whatever doesn't <laughs> yeah, matter if it falls off afterwards. I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what's going on with that. Um, and in possibly in news that's of interest to Dan, uh, a leak from a South Korean games rating body suggests that Red Dead Redemption, the first one, might actually be getting remastered for PC. 
Whoa. No way. They don't believe it. <laughs> well, I thought re- that was like a train wreck, does it? Like, uh, technically. Yes, okay. appa- apparently that is true. Um, okay. But uh, that would be a turn up for the books. I mean, I don't know. Because, like, like, Rockstar didn't actually do those stupid remasters of the, the definitive editions of gta yeah, yeah. yes so this but is the reason why though this this rumor might be nonsense um or might have been true but is a mistake on the ratings board account because uh it might not have happened because of gta definitive edition right yeah, yeah. Um, because that was yeah. such a disaster they might have pulled the plug on trying to remaster red dead they might have ended their relationship with that company. With the company that was doing it, yes. I think that's an entirely plausible. Um, and that this was just, for some reason, they forgot to tell them not to do it, I guess, or the, or the South Koreans decided or just didn't get that memo or someone didn't get the memo to not, not rate. And, but then, like, what, what are they rating at that point? Like, are they rating the original game before this was even made? Like, it's, it's or they'd like, actually made part of it. Like yeah. Like a, a, a segment... <laughs> They've done some work, possibly. I mean, it'd be it'd be fantastic if it was a thing, right? Because the fact that it's locked to 360 and PS3 is kind of a kind of a bummer. Um, well, actually, I guess the, it's not locked to 360 anymore because Xbox Back Compat works with it pretty well. So you could play it on your Series X, no trouble. Mm. But yeah, it'd be nice to get it. Get a imagine if they redid it like in with RDR2 quality. That'd be great. <laughs> I mean, impossible, but yeah, it would be incredible. That'd be great. Yeah. <sighs> what are they doing? GTA Six, the I GTA guess. GTA Six, yeah. Been working on it forever. How can that possibly? What even is that going to be? <laughs> I don't know. The detail that must be going into that is ridiculous. They just need to tell another good story, right? That's all. It's that's time all for London. To Come be. on. Yes, it is time for London that they won't do London. No, <laughs> no, they won't. But yeah, I, I, I still have no idea what the hell they're going to do or what they've done or what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just have to, as I say, they just have to tell a good story, right? And it, it's yeah, it's yeah, for, for sure. Uh, as 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 much of a money machine as GTA Online clearly is for them, it's like there's a there is. There's a bunch of people that just play their single player stuff, right? Like just play GTA five standalone, just play RDR two. Yeah. Um there's you know I think they'd be mad to not make continue their heritage, I suppose. Continue their lineage yeah. of, of good single player experiences. It's 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 their best thing. It's easily their best thing. Just doesn't make as money as much money as GTA Online, clearly, but Suppose, yeah. But then, but then it would be the framework for the next gen of like GTA Online, I guess. But like, how, yeah. do, they, how do they do that? Do they kill existing GTA Online, or do they? Or do yeah, they it's a classic problem. port all of your money and unlocks over. Yeah. Oh God! So, I mean, GTA, GTA map entirely. Yeah, everything. GTA is so big that it, like like it would be mad to kill it now. So it's. <coughs> Yeah, to try. yeah if, you, if you thought people spent a lot of money on Counter-Strike, how about GTA Online? Yeah, shark cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. Whatever. We, we, we will see what they do, I guess. They've got infinite money to do it, so... Yeah, there was no, no GTA 6 news this year, I suppose, during the summer, mm. this summer period. So unless they we do... know they're doing it because it was all leaked, right, or whatever. Yeah. 
I think they have confirmed that yeah. since. Um, but yeah, maybe we only know that because of leaks. Um, mm. And they were like, yeah, of course we're doing that. <laughs> right, so small potential, but quite don't, skeptical. Yeah, don't, don't get your hopes up. It would be nice to be able to play Red Dead Redemption. I liked that On game. a PC, yeah, that'd be, yeah. That'd be great. Even GTA 4 is a little bit dodgy on PC, isn't it? I think it's okay, but... Yeah, it's always fine for me. As dodgy as GTA 4 was to start with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You could just... Uh, and the best thing is is that people will be able to mod back in the, the model swaps, right? So, Obviously. So you know, mod back in the bugs. Yeah, exactly. I want, yeah. I want, I want those flying people. Or donkey like women. T-pose flying people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Or that or the, was it the dog during the Mexican... Uh, the dog model swap, the the, the, the key cutscene in Mexico. That was uh, that was a pretty good video. <laughs> right, that is the news. That is the news. Okay, yeah. that means it's time for what you've been playing. Which means you need to tell us about Zelda again. <laughs> yeah, where you at, man? Uh, yeah, I played some Zelda. Yeah, um, finally got to the Wind Fish. Whatever, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, I, don't, I got to Kakariko Village, right? Um, and found and, some and ring runes and stuff. I tried and to experience some frame drops. <laughs> yeah, severe. <laughs> it's pretty rough, like, isn't it? Around worse there. than even worse than the previous game. Yeah. Oh my god, it's pretty rough. Yeah, shocking. And then. Um, yeah, I tried to go towards Hateno or whatever, but I kept getting distracted and going to different towers. And I think I ended up in I ended up in the freaking the fishing village at the edge of the map. Oh, right. <laughs> like, oh wow! I just okay. went completely cross because uh, literally I came out of Kakariko Village and I was like, okay, well, down here goes to like the um, the first uh, stables that you meet and you go to in Breath of the Wild, basically the one at the bottom of the Dueling Peaks. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so, okay, and then I was like, well, where is the, there's always a shrine right next to the stable, so where is it? Oh, okay, up on the cliff there, so I, you know, managed to get up there, do the shrine, and then the nearest tower that you can see is not the Hoteno Tower, it's the one for the the whole bottom of the map, right? You can see it from there, so I was like, oh, okay, I didn't do that one, hmm. and then I just kept spotting shrines and hopping, basically, until I ended up in the fishing village. That's and there's cool. like Because so, uh, yeah. that means you kind of had the proper, like, the old school, like, yeah, I was doing follow, follow what's interesting. Yeah. I say old school, uh, but, you know, the Breath of the Wild, like, follow what's interesting thing. I did do the, um, uh, oh, on your advice, I did find the quest for the, the to unlock the depths properly and get the camera. Right, right, you don't yes. get a cam- If you don't do that, you don't get the camera. No, nope. so you don't uh, get to fill out the compendium, and then that's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got the camera and then I went back to the couple of ancient texts that I'd found in the sky or whatever, took pictures of those. You get 100 rupees for those, yeah. which is pretty good. Uh, so I got a couple of those. Uh, so I ended up on a couple of sky islands uh, just to just to find those. The southern Hyrule archipelago, whatever. Did a couple of those ones where you have to get the gem on lasered to the... To oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The laser shrines. Whatever. Yeah, a couple of laser shrines. Did one in a cave, I think. Um, yeah. Um, what else? So yeah, the puzzle of that that, that tower was you uh, that it had brambles 
mm-hmm. but you couldn't burn them because it was raining. So oh, right, like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Right, whatever, like oh, Kylie, and, okay. and there's a shrine down there, or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, I think that one because I think in the Sky Island there's a there's, there's a, a crystal. You have to chuck the crystal into the whirlpool. Yeah. Oh, I haven't done that one yet. That sounds fun. So I did that. So that was that was cool. I'm literally you, I'm the all over the place. I thought, I thought you were yeah. When you said whirlpool, I thought you were doing something in Zora Domain. No, that's a different whirlpool. Yeah, different no, whirlpool. I haven't okay. been to that one. Like yeah. I'm all over the fucking map, and like obviously I'm super like. There's there's bad guys have taken over the fishing village and it's like they instantly kill me obviously. Oh, is that the the pirate storyline? Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. I haven't yeah, started I've not, it. I've not yeah. done that yet. Um, I fell down the well and there was a black bacoblin and he just murdered me <laughs> completely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I need to level up more. But you get, you need to get some great fairy rides. stuff. That's what you need. You yeah. Really, oh, yeah. I really need that, as it turns out. Yeah, I haven't got much to to upgrade. I want to. I want to because I was like, okay, my favorite armor from. The, the old game was the stealth suit, so I'll buy that from Kakariko Village, which is still there, but okay. it has the quest. There's the quest line to to like get the grandma back yeah. up to speed or whatever. And I've got the I've got the gloom ingredient, but I need like milk and rice and shit. So I thought, oh, oh head. Right. yeah. I think Hatano is the right region for like rice, so that's why for I'm food getting. in general, yeah, I guess. yeah. But no, I got completely sidetracked. So yeah, I did a shrine down by the village, which was one of those combat trials called flow where there's like you it gets rid of all your weapons yeah. and it, it had like a ton of constructs in there oh, was it a proving ground me, thing yeah, yeah proving grounds yeah. is what i meant it's the it one with the rings of water right yeah going around and yeah. you can ascend through the sort of things that are floating along uh but you have to like do quite a bit of fusing because they're, they're quite tough if you just have a stick yeah um uh, so I find, yeah, my, I, did that. I find myself from the shrines like wanting a little more puzzle out of them. <laughs> well, that's what I said, right? It's like yeah, you did say a that. lot of the time when they are like here's a here's a fancy mechanic, they only do it like what? It's the Portal Two problem. They mm-hmm. introduce a cool idea, but then it just like that's it. <laughs> well, or the Matt and the new Super Mario Bros. problem, right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess one level. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it the once, and then never do it again. But not even do yeah. it once sufficiently. Yeah. I feel like they're not. They've never really challenged me. Uh, I don't think the proving the combat stuff has always been the most challenging so More far. Challenging. It's like yeah, you go into the ones where it's like, hey, look at our mechanics, aren't they cool? And I'm like, yes, but make me do something more cool with them, please. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. I suppose you can then go and take those whatever they are, some of them devices, and combine them in different ways outside or whatever. Like some I just them, discovered yeah. the. The one, do you get that around? Is that a device that you get? The one that stands upright? Yes. Yes. When you, yeah, okay. So I've got that one. I haven't thought of creative uses for that. <laughs> yeah. If, if, well, have you not done the shrine about the, that device? No, I did that one where okay. it flips. Yeah, makes yeah, a catapult. Yeah, yeah, the catapult. Yeah, it makes cool. a catapult. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that. I guess that's maybe that's what it's for. That's, that's yeah. the, that's you know, one yeah. of the few things I have actually made a blueprint for. You don't find many of them out in the wild is sort of the problem. Well, not a pl- catapult. I've yeah. made a, I've made a sniper tower basically. Right. Because I was like, for certain bosses, I want to be able to jump and get into slow motion. So I'm just okay, like, well, yeah. I'll just create a tower that stands up and then I can ascend onto the top of it and then I can jump off and then I can get slow motion arrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, that works. That's so funny. But and you're, you're like, at the point where you, like, you don't, 
Oh well, I suppose Dan hasn't no, discovered Dan, the thing yet. Like, cool. um, but yeah, but yeah, it's a, like once you get that, like that one in particular seemed like, what are you even going to use this for apart from this one specific thing that the shrine makes you do? Mm. It doesn't seem that useful. I hear mm. that there is some special like design that you can use. You can use those to like stabilize vehicles, but not in the way you would think. Right? Yeah, because mm. I don't know, know when that would actually be useful. Yeah, like because the most of the anything that's like flying or hovering is like automatically stabilized. Right? There isn't a need to do that wildly, and you don't want to stabilize the wing, I guess, because then you can't steer it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't really found any particular use for that either but mm. then again as i've said several times i'm still not really building vehicles that much mm. i'm, <laughs> I'm just playing it like breath of the wild <laughs> yeah i think i'm doing the same apart uh, from where it's designed for them i'm not very good at using the wings or whatever i haven't unless you have a rocket or something i'm not very good at yeah you need something you need something to get them airborne yeah. which is like unless you've yeah. got something to roll them off or well i did find like, you... i tried i tried like ultra handing it into the air and then pulling it yes, down that's and standing on it and then reversing it but right. that doesn't quite work i mean it doesn't give you much air i don't know i did finally eventually realize that you could just VTOL it with rockets you don't have to have it shoot forwards off a ramp you could just have the rocket shoot it up and then it just starts gliding yeah yeah yeah. That <laughs> right works. okay that yeah that makes, that makes sense uh what else oh yeah i noticed right above kakariko village that one of the dragons which seem much more prominent in this game yes which is diving straight into a chasm yep so oh, yep. i yeah. just like followed it and i just stood on its head and it just flew around the depths yeah and i was they, like they, oh, this they is have interesting. a they have a specific loop now which is slightly it like they're much more obvious and it's a loop yeah, so that they just obvious. go around in a path and it's a continuous loop rather than it resetting like it used to in Breath of the Wild. Right. Which in some ways makes it easier to harvest dragon parts and in some ways because makes it harder. Because but... in Breath of the Wild, you could set up camp, basically, and use a campfire to reset the day and then the dragon would spawn and then you'd shoot it and get the part and then you'd stand, use the campfire and reset it. It would come down again. You'd just do that over and over. But in this game, the dragon's movement around the path doesn't change if you like sleep or whatever it just stays exactly where it was oh wow so they don't so it's not timed it's to not the literally time uh, okay. it's just their movement oh that's yeah okay so that does make that a lot harder yeah and mm. also because you can only harvest them once every some period of time because they have to like they recharge and then they start glowing again or whatever loop, i guess well yeah i assume it must be related to like their literal physical travel time because mm. i'm pretty sure you can't even use the campfires to reset that right because otherwise you could literally have them be in one spot and then just keep using a campfire and keep shooting them over and over i forget how does the fight that's against those even how did they even work in breath of the wild because i don't really remember the one off like where you're there's like wind everywhere and you yes the, the one where you have to cause the wind don't they and then yeah they cause them, like a zone them. of wind around them basically uh, okay so, yeah, in that, so, so you can airborne fight if you're nearby you can just airborne fight any of them yeah i mean it's not necessary in in it's only necessary in that one case in breath of the wild because of the, like you have to get the corruption off it or whatever hmm. but otherwise yes they all do still have a, a wind zone in their vicinity i feel bad for, like that you have to fight those guys though right you, like, you have to fight them <laughs> or, or attack them in any way well like, i mean in breath of the wild they explain it though right because in that quest it's just like shoot it with an arrow but it doesn't really care it's fine okay it says that in the text box basically 
Doesn't say that in this game, I guess. No, you're just uh, shooting these dragons for no apparent reason. Never even, no one's ever even mentioned them in my playthrough so far. Like, well, uh, someone has. I'm pretty sure it does feel like the there's the mystical like beings are much more just present, just there. You just look over there, and there's a giant yes. three-headed dragon or whatever in this yeah. game. Yeah, which wasn't <laughs> so much the case. And I yeah. also, it, I also found that weird because they didn't update the the compendium description of the dragons. Because no. all, all the dragons still have the same opinion description, which is like very few people have seen them in the current age as it's right. flying into this hole right next to yeah. the Caraco village. <laughs> right there, yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not sure about all that. They just anyway, didn't think that through, yeah. did they? It's like no. very few people have seen it. It's like, why? It's right there. Like I can I can see that one. Like well, from, that one from, they yeah. Like, well, that one or like uh, Farrah. Obviously they like, just pretty much all of them. You can just, yeah, you can yeah. just see yeah. from anywhere, like miles away. It's like, yeah. oh there it is. It's like, like I saw a, one in the first five minutes of the game, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, there's Sky that, Island and the star, and there's one right there. Yes, there's that specific one that's always there. It's like a lot, of the, the re, lot of the Rito just look up and goes, "It's like this fly. It's like it looks like there's flying ships up there." And it's like, but I can't be sure. Like, of course there can't be. And it's like the Rito could just fly up there and see all the flying ships, not in the. Well, yeah, the, the outside ones, yes, yeah. not the not the big one. <laughs> They're only slightly affected by the blizzard. Yeah, that was slightly slightly odd. But I don't like maybe maybe the implication of that compendium entry for the dragons implies that they're like Koroks, like most people can't see them. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, no one can see Koroks. Yeah, yeah, except you for some reason. No one can see Hestu hanging yeah. out in the town. Yeah, <laughs> just right there. I I have noticed myself like unlike with the nor with the original Koroks, the ones that you have to bring move or whatever. I have noticed myself just walking past them being like, oh I'll come back. Yeah. You just have um, to mark them sometimes. Yeah. Just to come back I, later. I, I do try and do most of them, but there's there's the odd one where I'm just like, no, not right now. Not going not right in that now, direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. And that wasn't a problem with the original Koroks. Yeah. Some of them are so mundane where it's just like this isn't even a challenge. Like, come on man. Like the one, the one you just watched me earlier was just, I'm, just, I'm, down just, I'm just rolling this guy down a hill. So. <laughs> well, I mean, that was slightly modified by the fact that you'd already been down there and then killed all the enemies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had done that. I then wandered back and it's like, oh, I have this guy out. But even then, that wouldn't have been that bad. No. You know, I just rolled him down and had a fight. And then the enemies him a bit don't more. attack the Koroks, and the Koroks don't. It's yeah. not like the, when you're transporting people and they oh, can fall off or whatever. I, I'm, those are annoying. I don't. I really don't like those. The sort of travert, like put someone in a car and then we'll take them across some scenario, and, and then because uh, they're just so complainy, and sometimes it's just everything seems fine, and then it will do the sort of boop, boop, yeah, like, like you failed the challenge. Yeah, I, I I don't like those. I think those those. They're not. They're not a terrible idea. They're just awkward. They're just somehow super awkward. I am getting like slightly more. I, I still don't think I. I'll carry on my tales about combat. Like I still. <laughs> I still don't think I'm gelling with it. I still, like weirdly, like I. I was way better at flurry rushing at the start of the game than I am now. Right. Like I don't know what's happened. Like I just I, the timing just feels off. Like or just weird at times. Like it was super. Like you. Like I remember when you first saw me starting the game, and I'm like, "Well, this is super generous." Like yeah. coming up. Like I guess coming off the back of Hyrule Warriors and how that was was yes. quite a lot thinner. And uh, but then I've really struggled to pull that off since. Like I don't know. There are times where 
uh, where it feels like I'm I'm doing a backflip at a, a stylish moment and it hasn't triggered, and times where I've done that and it feels like I'm getting hit during the middle of the dodge, and it's like, well, that doesn't feel right. Um, mm. And I know directionality of dodges is important yes. in this, and it's like, but there are times where it's just like, I didn't think that was anywhere near me, and that still counted, and it's like, I, mean, I, I don't know. There's just all these little classic combat niggles I'm I'm having with it uh, at the moment, and it's. I mean, I still completely fail to read some of the new attacks. Like, you'd think at this point I would have adapted to the new attacks. Like, mm. it's mainly like the horn attacks. Like, well, when the like modeling... I, don't, I don't like the little the little run charge they, that that Bokoblins do. For some reason, that really throws me. Like, I know it's like super obvious, but it's just like I just I just don't see it. Well, that's the one thing that I've finally learned to use the parry for. Where right. I'm like, all oh, right, that's that's, that's, a, that's, a good that's idea. easier to parry than it is to dodge. Yeah, I that, guess that's a, that's a good idea. But then, like the one that I always screw up is when the Moblins do their horn slam, f- like they ha- mash their head into the ground forward. Oh right, yes. Yeah. I so always they sort try of just backflip ju- that. Yeah, and that's yeah. not you can't backflip that. You they have to sort of, side dodge. It. They sort of death dive at you. Yeah, sort of like, yeah. Okay. And I don't. Okay, I kind of I'm annoyed by the fact that there aren't many opportunities actually to use your shield because most of the weapons you find are double handers or spears. And it's like I very rarely find a single well, I, I single, have got, single-handed weapon. Right, so, got, so I'm never using the shield. I have got better at like putting away the weapon in between attacks. Yeah, so to, to, well, I mean when I'm fighting like a line or whatever, it's much easier to do that because you just like after yeah. you're done with the one opportunity to attack, you just put it away and wait for them. Just so you don't. Just so if you do screw up the dodge, you'll just block it instead. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm for a line. I haven't dared. I fought Gliok though. Finally, <laughs> which is weird. Like, are they, are they harder? I but... mean, arguably. I mean, it's a completely different skill, really. I guess fighting a Gliok in terms of fighting just about any other enemy, mm. really. I mean, that was quite a fun fight. Actually, fighting the Gliok was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, uh. And uh, I, I won't, I won't tell you what it's about, Dan. But uh, I enjoy, uh, so far, the Fire Temple has been the most interesting, the most temple-y feeling, yeah, of, of locations. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know where am I supposed to go next after the first one. Uh, technically, um, it is Death Mountain yes. after after Rita. Oh, Death Mountain. Um, oh, okay, maybe I'll head up there, get go to that restaurant. That sounds tempting. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's. I don't know. I quite liked that whole stupid storyline. It's pretty dumb, but like it's it's fun. Drugs, man. <laughs> God, God damn it! I don't know, like, my boy, as it as the phrase goes. Apart <laughs> from you know, you solve that problem in about two seconds, and it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I and uh, yeah, I thought I was a. Deep, uh, I think that's a good section of that game. I enjoyed that. It was nice because I've been faffing for so long. I felt that was a, like weirdly like Elden and Death Mountain in that area has been a nice sort of break. Right, like it feels different from the rest of the game. Well, also because it's literally like the terrain is completely yeah, different. Yeah, it's 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 nice. It's nice. <laughs> Not just grass fields. And now I know. So I know Rob has seen it, but I wanted to see if Dan has seen it in a non-spoilery way. Have you come across what I would call the like guardian tier enemy of this game, but not a robot? <laughs> it serves the same purpose as a guardian, but it's not a construct or anything like the flux constructs. Oh, the flux constructs. Is that what you mean? No. No, that's not why. You mean the, the the gloom stuff? Yes, the gloom, gloom hands. Oh, the yes, gloom I've hands. Seen, right. I have seen the gloom hands. I ran away. <laughs> yes, that's why. why I, those are a pain in the ass. That's why I would say they're like the guardian equivalent because it's like in the early game you just have no idea what the fuck you're meant to do about them. Nope. <laughs> yeah, they are brutal. I mean, I've, I fought one once and just about survived. Yeah, but it was that was that was brutal. 
But yes, so yeah. the reason they move I, pretty fast as well. Yeah, <laughs> yes, pretty hard to escape. The reason I bring that up, and now that we've all seen one, is because like I don't, I like even at the end of the game, I still don't really know what you're meant to do about those. Like, what's the trick? You mean? Yeah, I don't know what the trick is because when I first saw one, I was like, okay, so obviously this is ridiculous. I can't fight this. So what yeah. is the trick? So yeah. I was like, well, obviously in this game, it's got to be something, you know, something logical something but cool, right? Yeah. So I was just like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to try and basically... So I basically sat there because I was standing on a cliff so it couldn't get me. <laughs> so it was just sitting oh, there it, looking it, at they, me. It didn't try coming up the wall? Like, no, like, they only have a certain like height limit they can actually path ah, up. So you, there are places you can just stand there, basically. Huh. So I was standing there and I was basically just took the time to basically be like, so what would be a logical thing to defeat this? I'll just chuck it at it. So I was like, I'm dazzle fruit and bright blooms and like, yeah, <laughs> so I was okay. just like throwing shit at it and shooting it with arrows. It's like, see what, what works. Yeah, see if any of this works and none of it seemed to. And I was just like, well, what the fuck is the solution to this then? Huh. Is there some kind of like anti-gloom fruit that would explode that we haven't come across? But then you'd have seen it by yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. You'd I mean, obviously there are there's gloom mitigation because you you know with the depths and everything you get the sunflower no, not sun sunderlions. sunderlions and you can make the gloom resistance yep. and you get the gloom resistance armor or whatever oh i haven't seen that mm-hmm. and it's like that's nice but it doesn't really help with the mechanics of that fight it prevents you from taking as much damage right right it makes it a little <laughs> a little easier i guess but yeah i and but so i think there's a nice surprise in that fight as well. Yeah. I won't, I won't say anymore. I think the, the like actual maybe intention of that is that the solution is to have more of the sages. Cause it's uh, several of the enemies do uh, okay. this. Like there's them, the gloom hands. There's the way the free heads of the Gleok target different people. Yeah. Yeah. There's the Bokoblin squads, where obviously if you've got multiple targets there, they, they, can, up they can be more. attacking different people. Yeah. It's like, I think that was the intention of the, some of these big enemies in this game, is that they were meant to get easier as you get more of the Sage avatars. But I don't think it really works that well, mm. <laughs> especially not in the Gloomhands case. It's just a bit much. Even with so the can sages. you bring out multiple sages at once? Obviously. Yes, you just have yeah, the whole yeah, squad. Yes, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, but yeah, I mean, and in fact, that's the default unless you turn them off. Yes, they, they're just on. You just turn them on and off at will. Yeah, which is helpful. Yeah, I I do turn them off. It's, it's kind of weird having yes. ghosts with you at all times. I wish they would. I wish like the way they constantly pop in and out of you. And obviously, it gets worse the more you have. <laughs> but right, like, yeah. why don't they just? Why don't, well, yeah. I guess the problem is like that, that control mechanic where you have to walk up to some to to do the ability, right? Well, you have because, to. Yes, yeah, so you have to hit a next to them. Yeah, on the ground. But like it, the way they pop in and out all the time is like if you even go into the claim animation for a second, they all just suck straight back into you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this is really annoying. Sometimes it's nice just to turn them off. But then, then so when surely Tulin could just like keep flying. Next well, time. he can though. Like, well, no, I guess he doesn't when you're he, climbing. He doesn't, but he, he does fly next to you when you're flying. But obviously, that's because that's when you need to use his that's ability. Need him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, having them constantly pinging and out. Of, and then, like, there's one situation where I wish they did go back into you, which is when you're in stealth. <laughs> if you crouch, oh, that is so they just stand there. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. stand there, and it looks really dumb. That is, that is, that is really dumb. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're ghosts. And, 
people can't see them oh, until no they start could... fighting them because then, then they, they can s- totally then see them. Yeah, it's it's really stupid. <laughs> it's it's fair, but it just looks really dumb. Yes, they should either have made them stay behind you while you're in stealth, or just made them ping into you when you're. Even in if stealth. they just like had a crouch animation, even if they were standing out in the open, that would be better. <laughs> made them look like they were in stealth. Yeah. But yes, that's kind of a reason to turn them on and off sometimes. I mean, there's definitely big cases where I've just like turned them off and then jumped into the air and then been like, why can't I gasp? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to keep that one on. Yeah, it's too, use- too useful, that. You didn't think it was going to be. You thought it was going to be not... I mean, I mean, it's not as good as Revive. Oh, I mean, yeah, obviously. But, like, but it is, it, yeah, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm basically trying to do it all the time. I'm constantly yeah. mashing A while it's recharging. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me more boost. Yep. I just want to go faster. <laughs> more boost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with a bit of stamina and uh, and the boost, you can get quite far. Yeah. By, Even without yeah, building that, a whole vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Which is obviously the actual solution, but again, who's going to yeah. bother doing that? Well, and also the wings <laughs> no. despawn, so it's like... <laughs> well, the wings do. Mm. You have to build something find else. the nearest rock to time reverse into the sky and then just yeah, glide for a hell of a long glide, distance glide for eight miles or yeah. just teleport to a shrine in the sky and glide for even longer yeah <laughs> i mean that's how i've been dealing with in the late game harvesting of dragon parts because because you can see them from anywhere i'm just like oh look there's a dragon over there in the distance i'll just tag it with a map marker look on the sky map see which the nearest shrine is and then just teleport up there and jump down onto it mm. <laughs> harvest those dragon mm. parts i do wish there was a um I, my, my 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 nits to pick with with zelda are fairly small but they're like I, I, like zag at least confirmed i think i don't know if we talked about this last time but that the, the the weapon delay issue i have right yes like, I, I did actually confirm rob's specific problem with it's not just, not just my controller problem no uh, uh, as it turns no. out it's just um, that, like i never noticed it because i you never did it, it in that yeah. situation <laughs> and i guess it's because i'm using like most again because i'm almost always got a two-handed weapon right that delay after the second swing is quite epic yeah and so i'm trying to then like i've got plenty of time to be like well i want to switch weapons now and it doesn't let you until link settles yeah um mm. And then it, I just I just wish I could hold that, and it would pop the menu when it would when it, when it would when it was done. But it doesn't do that. Like yeah, you have, have to, to register the button press after the animation is yeah. finished or whatever. I, I would be okay with like if it was a hold and wait. That would that would feel way better. Um. um but anyway, there's, yeah, there's there's that. I kind of wish like they had just made cooking like a, a like a nice menu system now. Like, I mean, it's not too bad to go through. I would still want to go through the material list, add them to my hands, but then I don't want to go into the hold state. I just like, I'd like to go up to a pot and be like, cook and just go pick, go. Mm, yeah, like, maybe. Uh, um, but it was just, they're just using the hold mechanic. I know, that I know. They are. But, that, but that mechanic is like next to meaningless now because there's not something you know, because you don't even have the Korok games where you have to put something in a thing anymore well, right a couple of times they're oh, much rarer they okay. do still exist I, yeah I've not seen one yet but you um, don't even need to use the hold for that because you can just drop it from the materials wheel oh right provided you're standing in the right place yeah, it's yeah. a bit more awkward because you don't have like the targeting cursor like you do when you're holding stuff didn't even think of that but yeah but yeah the, like cooking at least i mean you can at least you have that nice recipe list now so if you want to you can quick select the the same ingredients again yeah 
yeah, and, and it'll also tell you what the previous ingredients were. I wish it saved every combination rather than just the last five, but you know, it's better than nothing. I oh, guess. does it? Does it? Does it like do last thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even didn't, didn't even spot that. If you go into if you're in your materials list and you click on you press on the material, it's got an option that says select for recipe, mm. and then that shows you what recipes it can be it used can be in, in yeah. that you know of, and then you can press those to pull those specific items. Oh, sure, but I, I, I thought you meant like oh, last time you went into the menu and held stuff. There was just like a shortcut to go do that hold again. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that is that, but it's, it's not, it's a few more not steps. exactly a shortcut. It's a few, yeah, it's a few more steps. I wonder if that's even quicker than if you like going through the material list and just go that. that I that. guess it depends where in the material list they are, yeah. how much you have to scroll up and down. Yeah. But yeah, I wish it saved every combination you've made of one type of food. Obviously, that would be a ridiculously huge list at some point, but mm. <laughs> just save the last five. Because I keep, when you're experimenting and you're like, oh, this one thing I did worked really well, but these other ones weren't so good. But if it drops off the bottom of the last five you've made, then you might forget what the good one you did was. Yeah. I kind of wish there was more cool things to do with the core power set as well. I'm still feeling that, I think. Like, and maybe I'm just missing bombs and like how those work, the remote bombs from Breath of the Wild. Mm. They just they were they were just so versatile. I guess and it's like um I don't know, but like just having Master Hand as kind of the thing. Like a certain send is fine, but it's like they the the game goes out of its way to stop you using it in in like key places. Like of. or you know there are there are certain bits of architecture you come across and it's just like well okay I can't I can't use that here so that's not actually useful. Um. Uh, yeah, stuff stuff like that. It's just too many occasions, and, and fuses obviously is not really an ability per se. It's like it's a, it's, a, it's you know weapon man. It's a weapon management tool, yeah, not something you can use use to your advantage in a in a cool bombastic way. And don't get me wrong, it's it's like it's cool in itself, but it's not really a no. I mean, it's, I, it's a different kind of ability, and it's like and, and there are times where I just feel like like okay, perhaps that move, perhaps I should have been something else in that move set, but that's what the sages are for and the sages are just kind of awkward <laughs> like yeah i guess so like i fuse fuse would be more of a power if there were more useful things that were like one-offs because there are a few like you know attaching a zonai time bomb to a shield or whatever so the what so when the enemy hits the shield the bomb trick falls off and onto the floor or whatever Oh right, like, yes, it's yeah, a yeah. one-use attachment, mm. but like, there's not really many of those, and they're not even that useful. The ones that do exist, like attaching a puff ring to your shield, that's technically a useful thing, I guess. Mm. But it's such a one-off thing, and it's so inconvenient to have to do that to and reset then, and it then every time. It, yeah, I haven't found. I like that. There may be one specific solution to that problem, but I don't know if it exists. I'm not going to talk about it in a spoilery way, even for me. Okay, okay. <laughs> something to try. Yes, yeah, something to try. Try attaching shit to your shields. I, mm. I. What's your favorite then for shields? <laughs> well, my favorite for shields is stacking two of the same shield on top of each other because I've got so many fucking shields. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're fusing a shield to a shield. Yeah. I, every shield I have is just two of the, that same shield on top of each other at this point. <laughs> shield shields. Yep. Genius. Apart from a couple where it's just like, where I like defeated a talus and I didn't have any weapons to put the heart on, and I was just like, well, I'll just fuse it to a shield, I guess. <laughs> well, you get, they, they make, I think that makes an extra rock hammer. <laughs> but I already had enough weapons. Sure. 
I mean, it makes a rock hammer out of your shield, right? Like, oh yeah, do, I guess that stuff. Um, I don't. I I'll never remember to use that. Maybe because <laughs> I have actual hammers, but <laughs> sure. Yeah, I did put a fire talus heart on a shield, so it does a fire on the on the parry attack, which is nice, I guess. Elemental parry. <laughs> Flame proofing, like you stand on fire taluses. Yes. Is that, the, is that the thing? Okay, cool. I think you might need full frame flame proofing, not or the two layer. Well, no, the specific armor ability where when you have the full set upgraded to two, uh, it gives you flame immunity or whatever. Okay, rats. So you don't catch on fire at all. I don't actually know that for sure. Well, maybe I won't try you and might... fight those yet. Well, you I've, can try. I've seen, it. I've seen a couple. But... You can try it. Just well, fight yeah, out. You can try everything, but like, <laughs> it's whether or not it's a waste of time or not. <laughs> or you can just fight those the the non-cheese way because the armor way is clearly the cheese way sure. just put on the flame resistance armor and then you just do whatever or you can do it the way they wanted you to originally do it where you cool them down using any one of the numerous ways you can do that in this uh, game sure, sure. <laughs> of which I do at least carry specific weapons for that <laughs> don't even need to use weapons don't even need weapons just chuck yeah. an ice fruit on them or a water fruit I don't actually know which one would be more effective or if they both are Anyway, <laughs> oh, and I, yeah, I found, I found, definitely found one puzzly thing or the like Ridley type thing where I'm just like, for once, I actually don't know what you're asking me to do. No, um, <laughs> okay. I, I sort of, well, I thought I understood it, and then I tried it, and it totally wasn't the thing. So it's like, oh, okay, well now I've got no idea. <laughs> and I've definitely stumbled upon things that like I'm clearly missing what this is. Um, in what way? <laughs> well, you know, I found things in the depths where it's just like, well, here's a here's clearly a thing, but I don't I don't understand how to interact with this. Oh, yet. right, okay, yeah. It's like it hasn't triggered the mission that's going to allow you to interact allow with me it. To do it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or or I'm, I'm missing a thing, like an item or something. I need to to do something with it. Or... I mean, I feel like there's less. There's, there's very few of those, isn't there? In this yeah. game in general, where it's just like you're missing a thing, and often you if you to... do find them like ahead of time, it kind of like inserts you into the mission at the right point. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. yeah. I definitely thought there were moments where the uh, you'll 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 come across this. I think Dan, as you start getting the sages, mm. it's like the game's generally pr- pretty good at picking up on when you've already when you've like skipped i suppose or when you've like got ahead of a story beat or a, a quest yeah or something and, and we'll adjust the dialogue to suit but it's like there are, there are definitely moments where it doesn't fit and it's uh it hasn't it's not quite right like you know when you're acquiring the sages for instance and there's a there's a bit of repetition to some of the stuff that comes out of that mm. and some of the phrases and I, and I can't remember the dialogue specifically there was something uh one of the gorons said to me where it's just like no, no, that's that's not what happened. That, that, that's not what happened at all. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. weird. Um, but that's the that is that that one in particular where I was just like, no, that's that's very clearly wrong. Um, I did not do that, <laughs> but you think I have? So okay, let's carry on. And that wasn't intentional. Um, it wasn't like he he heard a rumor and it was wrong or something. No, I, I, I yeah, I think the, I think it was just a bit of dialogue where it's just like I like. Yeah, they just, they, they, they just, yeah, they just hadn't adjusted or something. It's right. just like, well, okay, fine. But the game's normally pretty good at that. Yeah, and I, and I imagine there's like, there's so many possibilities, right? That must be a, that must have been an incredibly hard problem to to write around, and 
the text right. at times. All the um, orders in which things can happen, yeah. Yeah, when and how much you things. can do without talking to the people who tell you to do exactly. things. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can just go ahead and do them half the time. And there's definitely one I know about where I need to talk to someone at a specific moment in a specific place, but I've already been to that place and done the thing there. And it's like, so that's kind of annoying. <laughs> Having like, to go back. Yeah. That's quite a game. Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still yeah. War Still Zelda. Zelda. I will continue to be for the next. Yeah, and it's getting it's getting kind of annoying how big this game is. Not in the sense that I'm not enjoying my time with it because I definitely still am, and I've, the, the draw is still strong. But like, uh, like there's there's some pretty good there's some there's some bangers coming out on Game Pass at the moment, <laughs> and it's just like, and, and obviously I'm still, I'm still I've still got a bit of a retro kick in me that I'm not really doing that much of, and it's like oh mm. no oh no there are other games in the universe <laughs> like I don't I'm not one of the one million players that just play COD. Like <laughs> there are there are other games, but not on the Switch. <laughs> well, no, I guess there were what, at least one I mean, other game for you on the Switch recently. I guess yes, things things are happening. This might be the only game I've played on my Switch for a long time, <laughs> or full game. I guess I've played demos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm theoretically at the end now, I guess, but I'm just on the armor upgrade grind because you know I want to get everything epic yeah i haven't even done all the shrines yet <laughs> i mean i probably should i should probably just go and do them i should probably just turn on the shine sensor and just go to all the places where either i know there is one or i just haven't been yet right yeah. and get them all that is quite convenient the okay the light route is right under the shrine yes thing. that is quite convenient i didn't realize that for friggin ages it does literally tell you in one of the first dialogues. I didn't read it, I guess. <laughs> I must have just skipped over. But yeah, I mean, like... I, also, I want the, the other reason I want to finish doing all the shrines is to find out what you get. Oh, right, yeah, what's the... What's the, what's the, what's the big reward? The hmm. reward, yeah. Aha, okay. It's not going to be the Tunic of the Wild. I mean, it could be, I it guess. It could be, yeah. <laughs> that would be disappointing if it was the same. Yeah, hat. Well, I mean, I'm hoping for another full armor set. Mm. But then, what 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 could be special about it? Tunic of money. Tunic of fusions. <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. Music. <laughs> tunic of the right arm. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> that's that's the one special thing about you now, right? <laughs> we need to talk about other games because we're running we're running long on this podcast. Yep, right? we haven't we, talked we, about anything else. There's a couple of other things to talk about. Yeah, uh, I played some Tony Hawk's One Plus Two. Did you? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I unlocked the Venice. The, no, Venice sorry, Beach. the Marseille. The Marseille. Oh, Marseille. Oh, the classic. From, yeah, the classic. Yeah, that's that's, so, a great, that's a great level. Yeah, although it's a. Um, uh, you know, it's one of the competition levels in the in the in the tour. Yeah, right. Yeah, whatever. So you have to, you know, do like three heats or whatever. So it doesn't have it doesn't have all of the objectives and stuff that the other ones do. Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a shame, but still, but it's a nice classic. park for just yeah. like actually. Yeah, in. and it's yeah. it's on the free play, so that's a good one to get to to get good. And it looks really cool in the in the updated graphics and everything. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, getting on. I because I decided to do both tours, so I'm doing like the one and the two, like rather than going through one and then going through two. Oh, I see. Is that how it structures it? it kind of there's yeah, a mode where it blends the, them together. Or... 
No, no, I'm just flicking. You can just flick between them. Basically. Oh, okay. I thought they might yeah. have come up with like like his a his a combined way to play all the content. Um, no, it's literally the games. They are still split. Uh, yeah, yeah they are just kind of the same. Uh, yeah, yeah. So still good. And I played some Stray. Excellent. Just, just just announced for that it's getting an Xbox release in August. Really, for an indie game, it's really nice looking and well produced and made and stuff. It's cool. I mean, obviously very simple, but uh, it's not always that easy to get past those little snark bastards or whatever. Hmm. Took a few goes on my last um, place of jeopardy because there's quite a lot of chill moments you know it's mostly yeah, chill yeah. but with with some are, that, are those like chase sequences kind of yeah basically chase sequences yeah um it could be a little bit awkward to get the, the jumping at the right moment and stuff but basically there, there, there is a if they get on you you can you can tap quickly to kind of get them off but it doesn't mm. work that well to be honest you might as well you kind of want to avoid them mm. obviously yeah um but it's a bit annoying because the, the button you need to tap is different because often you want to jump. So you like tap whatever triangle to get rid of them and then you immediately tap X to jump. Uh, and it's a little awkward. Oh, I see. So you still, you still like try to jump, but you've got to be pressing a different button. It's, it mm. causes you a delay in sorting out. The exactly. Problem, yeah. Exactly. And then a little delay and you're dead and you have to restart. Right. Uh, but I, I mean, it's only, you know, it, it you never lose much progress at all because uh, um, it quick saves all the time or auto saves all the time. But yeah, and puzzles are super simple, but still, it's it's nice. It's um, good theming and good atmosphere and vibes. Really, yeah, good vibes. And you're a cat, so <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> yeah, but you don't hover around. No, you got a cat face. Cat face. You do have a cat face. You don't hover. Don't hover. You have a robot that hovers, though, who's your companion or whatever. You've got a droid. Some, some droid. level of hovering has been achieved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, hover. hovering. yeah. There's sufficient hovering in, in Stray. Anyway, what were you playing on your retro kick? <laughs> do we have enough time to talk about anything else? Uh, well, we should, we should talk about Doug. Yes, we should talk about um, Doug. Briefly, but... New um, season started. Yeah. Uh... I'm finding it a bit underwhelming, honestly. There's, there's just like there's just mean, like next to nothing here. Like, arguably, actually, more content than the start of season three. Well, maybe season three introduced a whole new mechanic, I suppose, in the in the gloop and ungloop system sure. thing, uh, and 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 it, you know just introduced the rock pox. Yes, in general. Whereas this is just like a, a, a tiny, tiny little expansion to that, really. Like, there's a, there's a well, couple of new enemies. There's like four different rock fox enemies, and then like two regular new enemies. I mean, the and a new boss. Yeah, I don't mind. Is there a new boss? The corruption. The cor- boss. Yeah, that was all. Of, yeah, it's not. It's not. That's not, not that interesting. No, it's not, it's not it's a great not, boss. It's not a super good boss. And really. it's not like, like I was kind of hoping that this one, just like season two was, and they would iterate on like that sort of cadence where where they would add like a mission type yeah an actual mission type rather than just this boss that can appear in any of the other exactly missions. yeah i thought it would be this would be a slightly bigger thing than it was i mean the jet boots are fine i mean the jet boots are you know they're, they're exactly what you think they might be well um, that was the thing we were wondering about like how how mission breaking they might be or like how frequently they'd appear or whether it would only mm-hmm. be for a boss fight or whatever but it is just a random occurrence in your mission you can get the jet boots 
And it's fine. And it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't break anything too much. They overheat no. pretty quickly. Yeah. So you can't like hover forever. All the time. It's, it's like, yeah, they're fine. They're, 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 they're a good addition. I, like, but they're, they don't really, they're not groundbreaking. No. Um, I suppose is what you, you don't really break the ground and you take off. That's not really the right phrase. <laughs> I mean, but it does like, cause yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah, it does cause fire. A little bit of fire. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just just it's just kind of fine. I mean, it's nice. To, it's always nice to, for Dirk to get updated. But this for some this this is the first one where I've thought it's, I'm I'm uh, like you know maybe 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 a bit more. Maybe I need a bit more. Well, I mean, it, I would say it has actually made the game harder. Like all the of are mean. All of the new enemies in total, like I, in, like obviously you're not going to get all of them every mission. It's like it mm. adds them to the random pool or whatever for the, how it selects what enemy types spawn in a mission. But like, I kind of struggle with just well I, the the septic spreader and the the grappler thing. Those are like dangerous when they appear, but they're like obviously randomly in the normal enemy pool. Mm. The problem I have is like all the new rocks, rock box ones are like it's not that they're necessarily individually dangerous, it's the, just that now that the rock box can spawn them all at once, it's like too much to keep track of. Oh, I see. Because right. you could have. Or like the exploding rock fox ones mm. blend in with the regular rock fox ones, so it's hard to see them coming. Right. And you've got the fucking rock fox spitters, and spitters already were awful, but now you've got the rock fox version where you have to shoot incredibly tiny weak points to actually kill them. From miles away. From miles away. Yeah, so the sort of scouts only really necessarily effective against those ones. Well, it de- yeah, it depends I mean, on if you what you build. If you get lucky and spew, or like, yeah, one of the pistols, I suppose, could do it. But. Yeah, it depends what build you're using. But like, mm. and but because now, because previously, obviously, when you triggered the rock box to spawn by foaming up the play carts or whatever, it used to only be able to spawn grunts and Praetorians. Mm. And that was like, you just knew that. But now it's like, I, I'm... I don't think the rock pox has like a spawn pool like the regular enemies. I think they just can literally all spawn. <laughs> right. Apart from the very special ones like the infected Nidocyte breeder or whatever that only the the big enemies that only spawn at the start of the mission or whatever. And the corruptor, obviously. Right, yeah. But yeah, all the regular rock pox enemies just need to come up, which kind of messes with my old strategy of dealing with the rock pox, which is to just do it real quick and don't yeah, even yeah, yeah. fight any of the enemies until you've cleaned it up. <laughs> That doesn't work quite so well. You're in much more danger of going down. But yeah, I think in general, everything got slightly more difficult, which is probably good. Yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, don't mind it. Don't mind that side. I mean, all. it's not like I was playing on Hazard 5 anyway. But... No, I haven't even unlocked it, so it's Hazard 5. I mean, I really should, but as I've said before about Deep Rock, it's like, that's too much actual stress. <laughs> no. I don't want it to be too easy, like a walk in the park, but I also don't want to actually have to be super hardcore about it either. No. <laughs> Hazard 4 is fine. I can manage that. Did you know they're making a, uh, yes, I did. a Survivors game? <laughs> yes, yeah. I did know about that. Deep Rock Survivors. It looks really weird. Yeah, it does I mean, strange. I've seen the game, gameplay of it. It's because... It's using the survivors, which I mean, we have to maybe have to define what the fuck survivor type game yeah, so survive, means. The survivor genre is basically vi- vampire survivors, yes. right? And and games that are now trying to clone that formula. Yes, but um, like the 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 concept of that is that it's like it's like a twin stick shooter, except you're not doing the shooting. Like the shooting happens automatically. Yeah, it's it's more about the movement than it is the shooting and the sh- like upgrading your shooting. Yeah, for a roguelike or whatever, maybe mechanics. But the trouble with that is in in like the Deep Rock game, especially because 
Vampire Survivors, it's 2D pixel art or whatever. Yeah. But in Deep Rock, when it's actually 3D models, it looks really weird because like bullets are just coming out of you. And like the you you're not face the the model holding the gun is not shooting that gun towards any of the enemies. Just projectiles are just coming out of you in random <laughs> right, directions. Yeah. I mean, it's super early what they've shown so far. Oh, like, sure, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll fix that. Oh, but I don't. I don't like, think they would will. you even be able to yeah, fix that? I don't think it'll fit. But yeah, it doesn't really make much sense from the, from the way it looks in the deep rock aesthetic. Yeah, they only get away with it in Vampire Survivors because everything's like got two frames of animation. Yes, because it's so, literally two D pixels. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. no, one, no one thinks twice about a bullet appearing out of a thing. And, <laughs> and from a thing that's not necessarily any type of gun. <laughs> no, it just appears from your very soul. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That that looks very strange, but apparently it plays all right. Yeah. From what people, people have been saying. People sound positive. But yeah, get ready for many more games of that type. Yeah, the survivor. A popular thing has emerged. Quick, everybody clone it. Here come. Waiting for Need for Speed survivors. (laughs) (laughs) Cars just shoot projectiles out of them all the time. (laughs) Shooting tires. Or shooting Noz capsules just everywhere. (laughs) Shooting police just out of them. (laughs) Red and blue lights everywhere. Uh, yeah, so there was Derg, and uh, my 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 retro thing has been uh, I've been playing Ridge Racer Type Four a bit. Um, uh, I treated myself to some style. Yeah, um, that's a weird game to go back to actually because like I have Ridge, Ridge Racer, I have a huge fondness. Ridge Racer Four in particular, I have a huge fondness for because it's possibly the most technically accomplished. Yeah, on well, it is the most technically accomplished on PlayStation One. But it's also the purest form of that driving mechanic, I think. It's just like the, the feel of the driving is good in that game. The way it slides, the way the grip cars handle, there is a it's like it's got that balance between being quite breezy in the lower difficulties, but then you can choose a team that's got like hard harder tuning, they call it, but like they and then and then they become tricky to control. Um a little more a little you know, requires a little more effort. To, to do what you want to do and I think they strike that balance super well in that game and it's obviously got the best soundtrack well not the best I like Rage, Race, Rage Racer's soundtrack quite a bit but this is pretty mm. this is this is this is very good as well um, uh, and obviously it's got nice lovely coloured lighting and the, the bright yellow styling of the menus is cool uh, sort of uh, uh, yeah every, everything about it is just cool like it just oozes it um uh, and it's 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 the best for that. I think that game is far too easy. Okay, you <laughs> like, just said making it trickier. They make they do make it tr- well. It's trickier within the the framework of itself, right? right? Like you pick the, the the team you pick at the start of a Grand Prix, like defines the difficulty of the game. But uh, I, I ramped it up basically to the to the to the hardest team, uh, and I'm uh, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, arguably, you have had like three games worth of practice very recently. recently yeah, <laughs> at this that, point. that is true. That is true. I've been playing a lot of Ridge Racer of late, but um, uh, it's just and, and I think in some ways, like because it's because I just want to dip into these at the moment. Like Type Four is actually not so great for the dipping, right? Um, because it's Grand Prix, it doesn't have a single race mode. Yeah, it's more structured. Yeah, it, it's Grand Prix. The Grand Prix mode, you have to play through each track in order. Uh, and yes, this was like the first Ridge Racer game to have eight, count them, eight tracks, <laughs> like the biggest number it's ever had. Um, 
as, but you have to play them all through in order and and like you have to play them in the speed classes that are set for those tracks as well so the first two tracks you have to play slow speed and then the next two you play a slightly faster speed and then the next next three you play a slightly faster speed again um and you're kind of you're kind of locked into that and a bit of me just kind of wants to well i just want to get one of the really fast cars i've unlocked and chuck it around the other track and just do some single race challenges or something like mm. just to just to play around with this a little bit and it kind of stops you from doing that which works against some of its other things like it's got a whole garage thing like the way you unlock cars in that game is weird like it depends on your performance through each phase of the GP. So if you want to unlock all the cars, you've got to intentionally do bad in races. Like, like <laughs> set yourself up for a comeback. Yeah, kind of. You, <laughs> you have to skim. Like in the first two, you want like if you want, you have to like uh, in the first two races you're allowed to come third, but in the next two races you're only allowed to come second, and then from that point onwards you're allowed to be first. But if you get those thirds and seconds in those early heats, that adjusts what cars you unlock for the next stage. Right, and the cars are less good if you do less well. So if you do well in those early races, you're making it easier for yourself in theory. Mm. Like, I don't think the game is supposed to be that way. Like, I think it's supposed to be like, oh, you're being given a juicier car and that's going to make it a bit more of a handful to control. No, it's just easier. Right. Like, <laughs> to me, anyway, it's just like, oh, if you've given me a faster car, I'm going to do better here. Um, it's, so, so the structure is kind of weird, and it, but it wants you to keep replaying the GPs over and over again with these like combinations to unlock all the cars. Mm. And then once you've done that and you've unlocked a car, you can put it in your garage, which is, as far as I can tell, mostly pointless, unless you're playing like multiplayer against someone, then you pick a car from your garage and you go against another player's garage or something. And it's, But you have to pick from the collection of cars you've unlocked, and then you can take the livery of the team off them and just make them a color and put your own logo on them. And it's got all this in there, but I can't single race them. I have to take those into time trials instead. It's weird, right? Like, like it's kind of the structure kind of prevents it from being more than it is. Mm. Um, but it is like, yeah, technically, and the way it plays and the way it feels, it's probably the best. <laughs> like of all the ridge races right but just let down by these what i would what i would call typically japanese of that era kind <laughs> yeah. of like structural things but it's a great game i would murder a i would absolutely love for them to make like a ridge racer collection of all games that could do with like a remaster collection the mm. early ridge racers yeah, like the, would like be the, really like great one. but if you remastered them You'd have literally the same track like four times in four different games. Probably, yeah. Like the, <laughs> the, the classic Ridge Racer one track is everywhere. Like, <laughs> but but I, I, I reckon you could take those first, like all of the pre-boost era Ridge Racer games, right, and put them in a package um, fairly easily. Even Ridge Racer 64, why not throw that in? Um, I think they'd be better off not releasing that as a remaster of individual games, but make it just just make it a new game that just includes all the content. One make, big game. Yeah, I thought about that. I wondered because it's like the like I imagine the handling model is kind of specific to making those tracks work. Well, and maybe. And the handling model does vary quite a bit from game to game. Um So I wonder. I wonder. But yeah, wouldn't that be great though? Wouldn't that isn't that just like a super obvious thing to do? Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of games that could be remade nowadays. <laughs> but it's Ridge Racer. Ridge, Ridge Racer. Racer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I've done. We've end this podcast, but I will very briefly say 
I've been playing a bit of Oxford Not Included as well because they for Clayfest, which just coincidentally happens to line up with the Steam Summer Sale, I think. Don't think they intended it like this, but hmm. for their for their Clayfest thing where they do their mate like all their games get updates or whatever. The Oxygen Not Included one has made like a special map seed, like it's a fixed seed, so everyone gets the same map. But it's also the terrain generation has been modified where it basically takes the normal train generation and turns it 90 degrees on the side. Oh, weird. Which, in some cases, they've actually made special... Well, I guess they haven't really made special assets for. They've taken assets and rotated them 90 degrees and then made them actually work. Hmm. So, like, all the random, like, abandoned officers and shit that you get generating in the asteroid just have, like, all the deaths are stuck to the walls now because <laughs> <laughs> it's all been rotated 90 degrees. That's quite funny. I mean, a lot of the stuff that... It's basically the same rooms but all the stuff is rotated 90 degrees so it all attached the walls except for of course in cases where it's something you need to interact with because then it needs, still needs to be somewhere you can walk yeah, to yeah, so it still, needs, to be on the floor, it still so. needs to be on the floor so they've slightly adjusted the layout of those rooms to make that work huh. but it's quite an interesting like yeah what a weird little update like that's kind of cool and then it also because of the way it's rotated 90 degrees it means like on the left side of the map, there's a there is where the magma biome is, except now it's vertical. And on the right side of the map is where like the space biome is, except now that's vertical. Mm. Except that doesn't quite fully commit to that idea because there's still like space at the top of the map as well. Oh, okay. But it's not like the space biome; it's just like just space mm. because that's still where they need the meteorites to fall, and you need the space to be able to launch rockets rather than just like oh, okay. this one so, column. Yeah, okay, they still have to go up. Right, yeah. So you still need the literal space space, but like mm. the space terrain is on the right hand side of the map. Huh. Weird. But apart from that, substantially mostly the same. Yeah. Apart from being a fixed seed, which, you know, gives a community aspect to it where like everyone is playing the exact same thing. Yeah. Except technically not the exact same thing because like you can still toggle on and off the story traits, which are those special hidden buildings that spawn that do special functions. You can turn them on and off and then that. They, they don't generate in the same place depending on which ones you've got turned on or off. So that can very marginally modify the terrain generation. <laughs> but yes, mostly it's all the same for everyone. Hmm. It even does a, they even fully committed to the joke where when you launch the game and it loads into the map, normally there's a little window that pops up that has like a little description where it's like, oh no, I've got stuck in this asteroid and we need to get out or whatever, or I need to survive. But now when you launch the, rotated map that box forms in sideways and then rotates so you can read it <laughs> okay <laughs> nice that's quite nice yeah but yes that's why i've been playing what's an ugly game yeah that's kind of that's a that's a pretty cool idea i like that and they have actually updated the game as well as like you know bug fixes and shit sure not any real major content updates yeah yeah but nice nice little things Yes, they are still continuing to update that game. They are still adding random cosmetics to the cosmetic loot box thing that they implemented. <laughs> right. Whatever that's for. Is there any real money nope, involved? Still no. no, still no monetary mechanism involved in that at all. Interesting. Well, that's still cool. just a make you want to play the game play, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yep. Get your hype from whenever their other team makes a sequel, I guess. Like keep just keep you in. Keep you in. Keep yeah. it in your mind. They are making a new a, a new different game. I forget what it is, but I was slightly enthusiastic about it when I saw saw mm. the trailers. And it's like, oh, it's a clay game. 
I really should try and remember what that is for next time. But mm. it's too late in this podcast. It's too warm in this room. It is, it is getting pretty toasty. All right. Is it time to wrap this one up then? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, we have a YouTube channel which has fascinating Let's Plays that we do. So check those out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're currently playing through Beyond Good and Evil, which is pretty good if you haven't seen it before <laughs> um, i mean yeah the episode i haven't uploaded yet that started to feel a little clunky a little more clunky than the, the pc port already does there's always but, mid-sections yeah mid-sections uh but we try to keep the fun up during those <laughs> less interesting parts so we can get to the good stuff uh so join us on youtube for those um uh it's happy salad search for happy salad and we'll be back in another couple of weeks with uh another salad class like this so join us then goodbye <laughs> like this but not exactly the same as this well well yeah we shall see yeah catch you then bye, bye.